At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. What's going on, Buffalo Fanatics? How is everybody doing tonight? Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new edition, a Saturday Night Live special edition of Rated Rev, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, Business Master Tax, and it's on the best network, bringing you nothing but the best in Bill's content. You already know what it is, baby. It's the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Smash that like Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. And let's get this thing popping, baby. Yo, I'm so excited about tonight's show. I've got some special guests that are going to join me here in just a little bit. But you already know what time it is, baby. It is the Rated Rev Roll Call. Let me know where you're watching the show from. Drop it right now in the chat live. Let me read it. I want to see what's happening. Hey, let's get it popping. Don't the B.O.B. What's up, Rev NJ Bills fan in the house? What's happening, baby? I love it. I love it. Kim Betts. What's good, Kim? What's going on, baby? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Let's get it popping. Let me see who y'all, where y'all at. I've got Daniel. Daniel Collum coming in. Let's go. Buffalo watching from Thomaston, Georgia in the house. That's what I'm talking about. You guys drop it in the chat right now, this is the roll call. Texas Flood, Frisco, Texas, real close to where I am right now. I love Frisco. Worked out there for a while. Absolutely beautiful city. Kim Betts coming in from upstate New York. What's going on, Kim? And I apologize for being late. I've got my man, Gabriel Wendell, coming in from Newark, New York, in the house. Benathis coming in from Ontario, Canada. What is going on? What's going on? What's going on? David Stearns, Buffalo, New York. You guys are coming to Scott Blakely. What's good, baby? Long time. No see. Cold in Chicago. That's cold in Chi-Town like that, man. It's uh, It's been cold out here in Texas. It warmed up today, but it's been it's been a little cold, a little chilly. I guess we're, we're, we're skipping fall going right to winter. I've got Augustine Sanabria live from Haines City, Florida, in the house. Relic187 says, yo, Bill's Mafia mount up. That's what I'm talking about, baby. And then my man Mike B comes in. He says, yo, 
That intro got me hyped. Well, I hope you're hyped. I hope you're ready. That's my job is to get y'all revved up for the game tomorrow night. Sunday night football. Bills, Bengals in the jungle of Cincinnati, Ohio. It's going to be a crazy game. A crazy game. And I hope y'all are ready for it. Jose, the Bills Mafia coming in from Raleigh, North Carolina. John Sarayavong, Rochester, New York. You guys are filing on in here right now, and I love it. Keep on coming in here as we progress in the show. But as I mentioned before, I am so incredibly glad to be here with y'all for a special Saturday night edition of Rated Rev. How's y'all Saturday been? I hope y'all Saturday's been good. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had some fun. Friends, family, got a chance to hang out. Let me know what you feel about this new format tonight, man. This 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 Saturday night show. Should I should I keep the Saturday afternoon at, at, at noon Eastern? Or should we make a transition to Saturday night live show? I don't know. You guys let me know. I'll do whatever you guys think we should do. But uh I'm feeling it. I'm fired up. We are right here, the precipice of a monster game monster game don't let don't let nobody fool you this game right here against the Bengals is huge a lot of playoff implications are tomorrow night i'm telling you right now i know people will say well there's a lot of football left to play i get it true that is but we're going to talk about it because both of these teams coming in here have a lot of reason why they need to win this game and I've got some people on here on the show I'm bring on. We're going to talk all about it. So I hope y'all are ready for it. I hope y'all are ready for it. Go ahead and smash that like if you haven't already done so. Oh, matter of fact, go to supportbf.com. Supportbf.com is where you can find all things related to the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Fanatics. You're going to find all of the shows. we got merch. We've got articles from our incredible contributors to the BF uh, Mafia, the BF family. So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. But without any further ado, because I want to respect my man's time. I've got somebody who's brand new to the show, brand new to Rated Rev, brand new to BF as well. Maybe y'all have, have seen him. Maybe you've heard about him. Maybe you haven't. But if you haven't, you're going to find out tonight. And I'm joined tonight. My brother, go ahead and give me a thumbs up if you're ready. Go ahead and give me the thumbs up if you're ready. I think he's ready. Looks like he's ready. But I'm, there we go. There we go. I am brought. Look, look. We, we've, been, we've been getting a conversation for the past several weeks, and we've been like, yo, I've got to get you on the show. As soon as possible, i got to get you on the show. But, but it can't just be any show. It's got to be a special show. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be a show where we are previewing a big game. Couldn't be like the like like the Bucks game or the or the Patriots game, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, 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 nah. I'm talking about a big game. Sunday night football. I don't get no bigger than that against the Bengals. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my man on for that, and that is none other than my man, my man, Emmanuel Kulu from the Buffalo Against the World podcast. Also on built-in Buffalo. What's good, baby? How you feeling What's tonight, good? man? What's good, Bills fanatic family, the Bills Mafia family all over the world. Yes, it's us against the world. 
Shout out to my built-in Buffalo family and all the family that support the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Rev. We in the building. Let's go. We in the building, man. Hey, we are in the building. It is a look, look, it's a huge game, man. It it is it is a big game that we got right now tomorrow night against the uh Cincinnati Bengals. And um, you know, I'm not too sure how many people really understand just the implications about this game. We know what happened last year. Mm-hmm. Last year, and I'll say this, with all the respect to what happened with DeMar and Cincy, I felt like the way that game was going, it wasn't pretty. No. I, I just thought, I felt like, like, like the momentum was, was, was in the favor of the Bengals. And I feel like had it not been for what happened, I felt like the Bengals would have won that game. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to see that. We all know why. But we felt like it was like fate and destiny would have us meet each other in the playoffs at some point, right? Whether it was the first round, second round, it didn't matter. We felt like we were destined to face off against each other. And we did. In Buffalo, a lot of people felt like, yo, we get this team in Buffalo in the weather, in the elements. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do our thing. And we had all of those things, bro. We had all of those things, yo. And uh, in our favor, but it didn't work out. They didn't work out. The Bills, they didn't show up. People make excuses. Like, like they'll say, like, hey, man, like, Rev, yo, the emotions of the season got to the guys. And even some of the players, may, you know, they kind of touched on it. And, and I'm, not, I'm not, like, downplaying the, the, you know, the significance of that. I mean, that like, last year was, was unprecedented when it comes to, like, the amount of adversity the team faced. And so you can't really just ignore that type of emotional distress on the team. It wore them out. Yeah. But these are professionals in uh in between the lines. Rev, and- but here, here's here's my thing, bro. And you know, I was mad about this all season. I felt like Stefan Diggs. <laughs> but look, look, man, you know, we came all the way to that point. Yeah. We came all the way to that point. That was our revenge game. That was our revenge game. DeMar was there. Everything was aligned for us to, to, for the stars to show up. Yeah. For Allen, for Diggs. Diggs showed up. But you see my man. You see my man. You seen him. Hands up. You know what I mean? You see him. So this is what we need. We need the stars to show up. Gabe Davis, man. You got to see. You got to show up, bro. Mm. We need Vaughn Miller. The real Vaughn Miller. We need you we to show need, up. We need, you know, we need a lot of these players to show up in, in, in this game. Big time game, man. Like, like we have, like, this is the redemption revenge game for the Bills. Like, like, I know they'll downplay and say, oh, it's just another person. You know, it's just another team on a schedule, whatever. You know, they got this game circled. They've been mm-hmm. looking at this team. And uh, <laughs> how befitting is it that these Cincinnati Bengals are now, they're like, they're hitting their stride. Just right when they have to face the Bills, like like we could have got them early in the year when they were struggling and limping a little bit. No, they are hitting their stride, and this is really what we expected out of them. I mean, let's just give this guy some respect. Same thing that happened to him last year, right? I mean, they were they were they had a, they got off to a slow start, and what happened? We we seen what happened. Like these guys, they they they're they they come they come they they come strong later on in the season. And really, this is when you want to be playing your best football. You you really want to be hitting your stride come November, December, into the playoffs. It makes no – I mean, 
having a quick start is good. I mean, we saw what happened with the Bills when they had that early start last year, but then all of a sudden, if you if you, if you, you, know, you run out of gas early, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what good does that do you? And so, like, it's yeah, important yeah, I, for you guys to try it right now. I 100% agree with you, bro, because you if you really – Take a think of what Cincinnati has done the last few years, even the years they went to the year they went to the Super Bowl. You like, yo, they started off slow every year. Yeah. And this yeah. is Burrow's thing. He starts off a little slow and then he starts writing the ship. This is what right. they do. And last exactly. year we saw that when we when they came here into Buffalo, these guys had no respect for us. Right. And no. the way we, our defense responded with soft coverage the whole entire game, mm-hmm. it was just it was mad hair out more than it's already gone, bro. <laughs> it was frustrating, man. <laughs> it was frustrating. I mean, watching that game and seeing how it transpired. Like the Bills, they didn't show up in that game. They didn't show up, and I felt like, all right, look, of 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 all games, you want to show up for, it's that game, right? right? It's that game. I mean, yeah, they were fired up against against the Patriots, and yeah, they, you know, they they were fired up against against the Dolphins, even though it was a close game. I mean, Skylar Thompson almost beat them, but yo. You want you. I mean, you want to you want to be prepared against that team, right? Yes. In that stadium, in 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 Buffalo, in Hamburg Stadium, it didn't happen. But that's the past, right? That was last year. Now this is this year, brand new year, and I think that there are some there's some psychological things that I think the Bills need to get over. Um, going, you know, I look at it much like, almost much like I did the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dang, like we, we, we for some reason we just can't seem to get past this team. And and I felt like the Bills needed to beat these guys. I'm talking, I'm talking about the Chiefs, at least one, I mean, in the regular season. Beat them in the regular season yeah. to kind of get that to, that monkey off your back, so to speak. And 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 to get over that psychological hurdle to let you know that, hey, we've beaten these guys before. You got something to refer to in case you face them in the playoffs. The Bills finally did it. They got over the hump against the Chiefs in the regular season. And so they haven't been able to cross that bridge in the playoffs, but at least you know they can beat them. I think the Bills going against the Bengals, they have to beat this team. Yeah, I, because, I think I think it's, it's highly important psychologically. They have they have outphysicaled us, Rev. These yeah. guys have outphysicaled us both games, you know, on both sides of the ball. So right. we have a lot to prove. Now you just mentioned that Chiefs when we had to get over the Chiefs, right? We still right. have that hump to get over them in the playoffs. That's something that still yeah. needs to be accomplished. But right now we're talking about these Cincinnati Bengals who, mm-hmm. you know, have given the Chiefs runs for their money for the they past really three seasons. So yeah. we know that Burrow is a threat. Facts. We yeah, we yeah, we know we know Burrow's a, we know he's a threat. I mean, you we got we got Jamar Chase, you got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, you know, Joe Mixon, that defense. We're gonna talk a lot about, you know, about about the preview of I mean previewing the matchup. But what I what I want to do first before we really just dive headfirst into all that, I want to I want to jump in and talk about the Bills weekend review. So like what has transpired over this past week with the Buffalo Bills? And in case you know you were living under a rock, you know the trade deadline came and went, and the Buffalo Bills and I, I you know I'll I'll admit, uh, man, I'll admit, bro, like like I was kind of concerned about the Buffalo Bills about where they were roster wise specifically on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I did not like how how thin we were at cornerback, right? I mean, last year, I wasn't a fan of Dane Jackson. I really wasn't. 
I mean, I thought he got cooked last year a lot, you know. So like this year, I really, I mean, not expecting a whole lot. But I mean, beyond him and you know, and, and Christian Benford, like we really had nobody. Like Kyrie Elam, you know, where's he at? He's not doing nothing, healthy scratch almost every week. You know what I'm saying? And so I felt like the Bills needed to make a make a move defensively, whether it be at cornerback position, um, or even even at the defensive line. Um, I was okay with 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 linebacker situation, but I felt like in the trenches or in the secondary is where the Bills needed to make the biggest move. And come to find out, Brandon Bean addressed both of those positions um, in the trade deadline by 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 getting Rasul Douglas, bringing him in from Green Bay, and then going in and 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 uh and bringing in. Of course, it wasn't it wasn't via trade, but he went on ahead and signed him off the street, so to speak. And that's Lim, Limval Joseph, big old defensive tackle there. Man, I want to get your thoughts on that, man. Cool. So, like, like when you when you heard that the Bills went on and, and and added those two players, not to mention Leonard Fournette to the practice squad, what was your first thoughts about those players that the Bills uh, um, added? I was excited. Beef, beef, beef. Yeah. That's what I've been wanting to see. I've been yeah. wanting this team to beef up. I've been saying this for the last right. three years. The Bills lose a lot of games in the trenches. Physicality has a Thanks. lot to do with it. And, you know, we got guys like Jordan Phillips who are has pretty brick, but he's been dealing with a lot of injuries over the past few years. So bringing yeah. in Linval really beefs up that defensive line, and it helps Ed Oliver out a lot because Ed Oliver moves like a defensive end as a defensive tackle, okay? Mm -hmm. So he's a speed rusher and a, speed, a combination of speed and power. So he can move, and you just got a guy who just stuffs holes. I mean, that's even better, man. And that frees right. up guys like Bernard. That lets those defensive ends play safe, you know, play everything the right way. And I, I just think it makes the game easier. Now, how many snaps he's going to play, I don't know. Right. Uh, as for um, Rasul, man, really excited about that. A competitor, a guy yeah. who takes the ball away. That's what I got to say, man. Bing, Bing, McBean, man. Bing is making moves, bro. I sure. got you know, to give him his credit. He get a lot of flack and a lot of slack for some of the picks and some of the draft picks and stuff like that yeah. he had to trade. But he recognized that this team needs to be physical. So he got mm -hmm. Rasul, a physical corner, 6'2", 210. You know, he got uh, Joseph, you know, a big veteran mm -hmm. guy who's been to the Super Bowl, physical presence. And, and then on top of that, you know, you bring Fournette in here into this backfield to replace Damian Harris. I wanted Fournette in the first place. He was one of the first guys yeah, I wanted. So, I mean, Plan I'm plenty. all those. We added beef, bro. Beef, beef, we had, we, beef. Beef is what's for dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like we, yeah, we had, we had to get that man. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the fact that we you know we had to get bigger in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, and this is probably, I don't, I don't, I don't really know um, if it's unpopular opinion or not, but you know, for me. I've said the past few weeks, like, I mean, since this guy, you know, um, was injured, that Daquan Jones was a was a MVP of defense. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know I, a lot I, of, I disagree with you, Randy. I, I, I know, I know a lot of people would say would say would probably say, you know, Matt Milano. Yes. But I felt yes. like I I feel like I feel and this kind of goes back to the whole Tremaine Edmonds, you know, conversation back in the day, too. Like that one tech position is so crucial to everybody else, not just across the defensive line, but even 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 that linebacker position. And and as much of, 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 a, of a dog as Matt Milano, and trust me, I'm not taking anything away from him. When you look at how 
dynamic this Bills defense was early on in this year so far before the injury took place. I mean, they were leading the league in sacks. Like, yeah. like this, like, like th these guys were flying all over the place. I mean, you had Ed Oliver, you had Greg Rousseau, you had, you had, you had Leonard Floyd eating. I mean, these dudes were eating. And Daquan Jones at the time was, I want to say, according to PFF, I think he was like the top three interior defensive tackle in run defense and in pass rush win rate. Like that brother was, was, was killing it. Was you know what I'm saying? And so what he did from that interior position was not just, you know, uh, uh, stop the run. Like he, he provided interior pass rush that opened it up for the rest of the D line. When that brother went out, of course, Matt Milano went out hurt too. But when that brother went out, I think we started to see some of the things that we saw last year at times across the defensive line where, dang, you know, where's the pass rush, right? Or, or dang, you know, we're starting to be a little bit leaky here in the run game. Like, like you know, as much as I respect Jordan Phillips and Tim Settle and, and Puna Ford, like, them brothers, like, like they're not Daquan Jones. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, right. that was a huge piece across the defensive line. That's why I thought, like, he, like, his that loss was monumental to the defense as a whole because when he's there and he's doing his thing, it makes it easier for the back end. It makes it easier for guys like Matt Milano and, and Terrell Bernard to fly, to be untouched as they come bla blazing through the, through the line. Um, and so, like, I love the fact that Brandon Bean went ahead and addressed that. Of course, I don't think that Linval Joseph is a Daquan Jones as far as the, the pass rush is concerned, but the brother, I think he has plenty to offer in the, in the run defensive right. uh, uh, perspective. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I've got some other guy. I've got another brother, man. I want to bring on the show. He just popped on in here. It's my man. Yo, I want to hear from him as well. You guys know who it is, man. Yo, my brother's no stranger to the show. It's uh, it's my man, Silas Whittle, a.k.a. Whittle 2K. What's good, baby? How you feeling tonight, man? Hey, what's going on, Rav? How you doing? Whittle, what's going on, man? I'm good. What's up, brother? How you, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Yo, Silas, so, I mean, so you, you got a chance to hear what we're talking about, man. Like, like this is this is a big game, um, no doubt. Yeah. But Brandon Bean, uh, he, 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 he addressed some key points of or positions of need you know across the defense and really just you know on this team in general man what were your thoughts man when when you when you found out that Brandon Bean went on ahead and and made the trade for Rasul Douglas and then added Linval Joseph and Leonard Finette well um I, I'll start off with 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 the Rasul Douglas pickup uh Rasul Douglas is from a, a town in New Jersey called East Orange. It's uh right out so it's, it's a town that borders North New Jersey. Um he's from the same town. He's from the same he was born and raised the same place I was born and raised from. So you know I was really okay. excited to see uh us pick up a guy a uh, pick up a guy like that. You know anytime you see one of your one of the guys from where you from make it man that's that's huge and then to make it um you know, and then to be on the team that you're rooting for, man, that, that's heavy. Yeah. Uh, I I know he comes back to the area uh, every every off season and spends a lot of time out here. Uh, I I love it. Like, you know, he brings an attitude to the secondary that mm -hmm. um, the only one on the secondary that has it is Christian Benford. To be honest, yeah. Christian Benford is 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 that guy, man. Um, I agree. You know, very in your face, uh, tough. You know, tough, hard nosed kid. You know, doesn't back down from anything. He's from Baltimore, uh, Maryland. You know, uh, went to school in Philly, uh, Villanova. So you know, you know what, 
you know what type of time he's on. Uh, Rasul yeah. was the same way. You know, I, I know I know where he's from, and the guys my age from where he's from, they cut that, they cut like that. So they I, cut, I'm yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see him. Yeah, I, man, listen, I'm I'm excited, yeah. bro. I'm excited so, to have so, a secondary like that. So I I, I like, like I I can tell I can tell, bro, that 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 you're just like you loving it. You loving what he brings to the table. I mean, six two, two ten, like. He's the biggest corner we have, man. Like, I don't even think we even had a corner, you know, with that size. I mean, so you get that size, you get that length, you get that ability, man, like that energy. And plus, dude is a ball hawk, too. Like, ball hawk, and he's yes. crazy versatile. I've, I've seen some clips, man, like of him playing inside, mm-hmm. outside, even playing in the dime, you know what I'm saying? As You know what I'm saying? Kind of like like what, what Jordan Poirier was doing last week. You know, so he brings that versatility. Do you think, man, like, do you think he get? How, do you think he gets on the field tomorrow night? Absolutely. I I, I mean, yeah. I, if we haven't heard yeah. anything yet, I, I feel like just based on the way he plays, how how he approaches the game, not only from a physical standpoint, but he's extremely smart. He's extremely yeah. um he's extremely opportunistic on the field. So mm. his eyes are constantly in the backfield. Um, he he does yeah. a good job of leveraging multiple routes uh, when he's in coverage. Um, you know, he's reading the quarterback's eyes. His ability to stop and break on the football is 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 amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. the way he can close in and not only break the ball, like not only can he co- close in and take the ball away, but at six foot two and two hundred and ten pounds, even out of position, he can still yeah. make a play on the ball because he's got that that frame. So even out of position, he can reach around, knock the ball out. Uh, he's a willing tackler. I, I'm, I mean, he, he's going to help us out in the run game. He's going to help us seal that edge. And what I love about him mm. potentially getting some snaps is if you paid attention to the the Bengals over the last, I would say, you know, four or five games, um, mm-hmm. they throw a lot of screens. They throw screens yeah. to Jamar Chase. They throw screens. You know, they throw screens to, to, to Tyler Boyd. They throw screens to Mixon. They try mm-hmm. to get their playmakers the, the football early so they can make Wait, some yeah. things happen. He's a guy yeah. that can read that screen. He can he can, he can can uh, release himself from blocks. He can avoid blocks, and he can make tackles at the line of scrimmage. I love that. So, um, yeah, man, like that's a big, that's a big, big, big move. Right. Uh, I can't wait till his jersey is – I got to check and see if if uh, if they got his jersey on so yeah. I can go ahead and put that yeah. thing on order. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm excited, man. Um, and he signed next season, so we don't have to worry about, you know. Right. He, he signed next season. That's big. Brandon Bean is not only making moves for right now, but he's making moves to keep us relevant next year as well. Um, I got I to gotta go with, yeah, with, with Kulu here too, bro. I, I wanted Leonard Fournette in the offseason. You know, um, that's yeah. a power back with, with soft hands that can mm. catch the football. He's a very good pass blocker. Um, the guy has good. He, the guy has has patient feet, um, and he and he has that pop that if you miss, man, you know he's got that pop in in, 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 in yeah, that acceleration. Yeah. He can go. He can take it to the house. Yeah. I love that. And Liv Jones is another guy that I, I would love to. I, I, I'm glad we picked up. You know. Yeah. These moves, man, these moves tell you something about the direction that this team is going. This team is starting very to look strategic, a man, lot Very strategic, man. Very strategic. Yes, yes. This team is starting yeah. to feel like a Sean McDermott defense. 
Like it's starting dogs. to feel like edgy. Yes, edgy yeah. dogs yeah. in your face. Yeah. And that's what you need against a team like the Bengals. That's what you need, you man. You know how they are. You know what and I'm that's saying? probably what yeah, we talking about, Silas, before you came on. We yeah. was like, what did Bean look at and say, okay, we at mid we at the midseason point right now. What mm-hmm. do we need to add to this roster? And you just hit it right on the head. And we just said the same thing before you came on. Physical, beef, steak and potatoes, Popeye's chicken. Yeah, That's what yeah, man. <laughs> Tough guys. Spicy. Yeah. Popeye's chicken. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, you, you, you need that on this team. And and uh and it really, when I think about it, I go back and I think about, you know, when the Bills brought it, brought back Josh Norman. I'm like, yeah, why did they bring this brother here? And we've seen it, you know what I'm saying? We've seen it last week, you know, in that, in that, uh, in that one play he had in special teams when he brought the load on, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's exactly mm-hmm. why we needed him. You know what I'm saying? Because he brings that energy and, and, and it's, it's, it speaks to, like you had mentioned, Sean McDermott's, his, 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 his MO, his identity. He wants guys that are dogs on the field, yep. nasty, tough, physical, play hard, play fast, all of that. And and the Bills' defense has been missing that, um, especially, you know, with the absence of Matt Milano and Daquan Jones and even Tredavious White. So when you when you get these guys here, like like Rasul Douglas, who has – he's cut from that same cloth, you get that. And I, and I saw I saw a little clip um, on, on the Buffalo Bills, man, like like when Rasul got brought to Buffalo, like he was already chopping it up with Sean McDermott. Like Sean McDermott was already on the sideline. Like they were talking to each other. And Sean was like – I mean, he was in his ear – like you already can tell, like like Sean, like love this brother, and I think that like he's gonna get on the field early and often, and because of the fact that he's he's a, he's a vet and a proven vet, highly intelligent, you know, it, it I mean it wouldn't surprise me at all to see the guy go ahead and get some early snaps right now. I think he already knows the defense. It's just a matter of of of, of you know translating that that terminology. But what right. he brings to the team, man, on defense is what we need, and uh. I love having that. You know, there's a, there's another key point I want I want I want to I want to bring up. We talk about Linval Joseph too, man. That addition. Think about this. Yo, uh, Daquan Jones has been kind of hinting, you know, on social media. I don't know if you've seen it on on on, on Twitter on X, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Mm-hmm. He's been saying like like yo, like like get ready. Like I think I think there's a possibility for the brother to come back to at some point yep. this year. You know what I'm saying I don't know if it's at the tail end of the year, maybe maybe just you know going into the playoffs. But if we can get him back too, like you've got heard, him and I heard and 15, Joseph. I heard week fifteen, so, week sixteen ish. That's what I heard, bro. Can you ima- can y'all imagine what that's like? You know what I'm saying? Like if we can get him back on the squad too, and we got those two big mountain men on the inside of the defense, like forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Like forget it. It's a wrap. So I'm I'm looking forward to to just to just to what the Bills could look like in the future but we can't go too far ahead of ourselves right we got to talk about like right now what the bills are right now and uh and that's facing the cincinnati Bengals, man these cincinnati Bengals um are, are hitting their stride just at the right time and silas like me and Kula were talking about it early on like 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 this is what they did last year so really we really shouldn't be surprised about how they had a late start to the season and whatnot like they're hitting the stride right now and it would be doing it against the Buffalo Bills. Uh like like how significant was that win for the Bengals last week against the Niners, man? And what does that really speak to um um where they're headed going forward the rest of the season? I, I mean, well what do you think? Have they hit their stride? I mean, they had a really good game against the Niners. Uh the Niners don't have a pass rush. I think they're somewhere around 19th 
in the mm-hmm. NFL at uh in sacks. I mean, they're, they're not really getting home. Uh Bosa has like two and a half sacks this year. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, yeah, like they had a great game against the Niners. They really undressed them. Uh, but we also got to pay attention to what the Niners were able to do that game. Um, you know, Brock Purdy was able to run and and, and kind of hurt them on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Kittle had well over 100 yards receiving. Brandon Ayuk had a over 100 yards receiving. Uh, mm-hmm. They were moving the football. They they just they just turned the ball over. So um, the turnover, yeah, the turnovers hurt them, and the defense just I I, I don't know if they just were. Uh, um, I I think they were taken by surprise to see so much to see the commitment to the run that they had mm. that the Bengals had and 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 how much they were under center because they they had been in shotgun the majority of the season up until that point. Uh, but if you go back a week prior to that game, um, to the to the Niners game, uh, they they ran into a Seattle team and Seattle kind of. Held them to, you know, I think they scored like 19 points or something like that in that game. Yeah. It was a very low scoring uh, output from that offense. So, um, mm-hmm. so it sounds, I, I, know it sounds I know we're children at a moment, but we can't crown, we can't crown them off of one, uh, one performance. I need to see it again. Okay. So, so now, man, I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you, you're bringing right. this up, man. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you bring this up because you really, this is a perfect segue. Uh, because, you're not really believing the hype with the Bengals, so I would, let's, okay. let's, I, let, let's 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 take let's take a look at, at at some power rankings right now. And I want I want you to tell me, you know, and, and, and I'm gonna kick this off to you too, Kulu. Um, what you guys think about this, and do you agree or disagree with these power rankings? So, um, NFL.com, you know, they put out they put out their weekly power rankings, and uh, right now, currently. I'm just going to go for the top 10, okay? Sit down number one is the Eagles, okay? Then number two, they got the Ravens. Three is the Dolphins. Four is the Chiefs. Five is the Jags. Six is the Cowboys. Seven is the Lions. Eight, the Niners. Nine are the Bills. Seahawks at 10. And where are the Bengals? They had 11. So the Bills are sitting at nine, and the Bengals are at 11. Kulu, I'm going to kick this off to you first. Swap us Dude. out with the Cowboys. Okay. Swap us with the Cowboys. Swap us with the Cowboys. Okay. All right. Why, 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 why do you feel like we should be swapped with the Cowboys? Cowboys And then, and then, and then, and then that, that, that would require us to jump over the, over the Niners, who are eight. Yeah. You, you know what? I don't think they should, I don't think they should jump the, the Niners, but I don't think the Cowboys should be there. I think if you you move the Niners to where the Cowboys are, and then the Buffalo right behind where the Niners are, mm-hmm. I would go. I would respect that. But the Cowboys are not ahead of Buffalo at all. Okay, all right, Thaz, what, what, what do you think, man? Do, do do you agree or do you disagree with with where the Bills are ranked right now? Nine. Like, why are the Dolphins so hyped up, bro? <laughs> like, I don't get it. They have not beat a team with a winning record. They haven't beat a team over 500 since week three of last year against us. And every time they run up against a team with a winning record, they get walked. I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. You, you know, don't but... read it. Let, let me let me let me read to you why you know why they why they put them at three. This is what they said, word for word. Talking about the Dolphins. 
if they can find a way. Now, look, right there, that's how you know they don't be they, they don't deserve to be there. If you yep. don't start your season, I mean, you're going to start your sentence describing why the Dolphins need to be there but with the word if. They're in the wrong spot. So they said if they can find a way to get the offensive line in some sort of functional shape, the Dolphins should be okay. That don't sound like a ringing endorsement for them to be number three. Okay. Uh, the returns of Toronto uh, Armstead, who's, who he's coming back, and Connor Williams will be a boom. Um, although uh, Robert Hunt's situation tempers optimism around that unit a bit. Um, the rookie, Devon, uh, is it is it, is it A-Chain or A-Chain? A- I can't remember. A-Chain, yeah. A-Chain, yeah. All right, so yeah. he'll be eligible to come off IR after the game in Germany, and that'd be another big boost. The secondary also can get better from within once Xavier Howard and Javon Holland are in the lineup. Ramsey's debut in Sunday's win over the Patriots was more than one could have hoped for. He had an interception, was active in run support, and he played nearly the whole game. Feels like Miami picked up a starter at the trade deadline. That's their reason for putting Miami at number three. That doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement to me. I don't know what y'all think. I mean, I know what you think, Silas, but man, 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 Kulu, do you think the Dolphins are way overhyped right now? Yes, they are. Yes, yes they are. And, you know, I'm going to give some some respect to the fact that Tua is playing at a high level and, and Tariq is playing at a high level, too. We got to give credit where credit is due. For sure. Um, but that's where it stops. That's where yeah. it stops. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, like, like, as far as the Bills are concerned, like, we may, we, as, as fans, we may not like it, but I think it's fair, kind of, you know, you know, where they are, just, you know, outside of the top, I mean, just kind of outside of the top five. I mean, you can slide them seven to 10, however you want. Yeah. But I think, I think, I think it's kind of fair, you know, wh- where they are right now. And I think it's, it's really, it's, it's their fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they've, like they have had these, 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 these bad performances, you know, against the Jags in London. You know what I'm saying? Uh, come back, had a bad performance against the Giants, snuck out of there with a win, even though I think it's kind of questionable. You know what I'm saying? Um, lost to the, to the Patriots, who they should have dog walked. So, like, and then come back against the Bucks, but they let it, they let them guys stay in the game to the very end. And had, had it not been from a, 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 you know, Chris Godwin failure to turn around, and, you know, on a Hail Mary attempt, he probably would have caught it. We could yeah. be singing a different story right now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like the Bills, they, 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 they tend to put themselves in these positions. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I wonder if, like, like Silas, you had mentioned about the Bengals, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, or have they hit their stride? I want to ask you this question, man. Have the Bills hit their stride? I mean, we saw what they did against the Bucks, and people were excited about that, but have the Bills really hit their stride? What do you think? No, I can't. I can't say that. This is a huge game, man. And this is like, I, I feel like this is a game that's going to answer a lot of questions for both of these teams. Yeah. Um, If the Bills go in and they play well and, they walk out of Cincinnati with a win, and the offense looks smart, and the offense looks good, and and on time, and the defense is uh doing its job and, and getting off the field and getting like the pass rush is getting after Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. The secondary is opportunistic, you know. Bernard is Bernard is Bernard and uh, Poyer are squeezing uh the middle of the the routes on the middle of the field, and and the corners are are using the sideline to help, and they're forcing those receivers uh yeah. towards the sideline. Then they, Great. You know, that answers the question. That's when you got to say, all right, you know, they got Denver and they got the Jets. If the Bills get into that Eagles game at, you know, nine and two or or what would it be? It would be uh, if we win, this would be six. So eight and two, if we get to that or eight and three, if we get to that uh, Eagles game, that's when you start. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you start saying, all right, the Bills might be back yeah. now. If the Ravens, I mean, if the if the not the Ravens, if the uh, 
the Bengals win this game, and they look like they looked last week, where that offense yeah. was clicking and that defense mm-hmm. was was getting turnovers. Yeah, then you can say, you know what, the Bengals have hit their stride. I'm okay with where they're ranked. I'm okay with where we're ranked, even without moving or anything like that, because you know we mentioned that you can't you can't lose to the bro. You can't lose to the to the Mac Jones and the Patriots. You can't do that, man. Like like you, you can't. can't like, I don't. But here's here's the perspective on that though. You know, he, you know, Matt Jones and Joe Burrow are getting that ball out in 2.4 seconds. I think there's like a point, yeah, point three, two point two off. I think Matt Jones is leading, and but right, right. behind him is Burrow. So these are two yeah. top three quarterbacks that are getting that ball out. Okay, this is something yeah. that McDermott struggles with. But I'm gonna tell you this: that McDermott got that Leslie Frazier don't got from last year. Mm. McDermott is more aggressive. He's yeah, going to play more ag- aggressive. We're not going to see so much of that soft coverage that we saw last year twice in both of those games. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a, a contributing factor to how we're going to play them. Now, you add these physical specimens that we added to our team, those dogs, hopefully they play a lot today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, because this is going to be a real contributing factor to freeing up guys like Bernard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He can shoot those gaps like he like he needs to when you have big guys in front of him that are playing their playing their one eleven. That's what's going to be real important, y'all. Yeah, I, I yeah I, I agree with that hundred percent, man. hundred um, percent. This is this is, this is a huge game. Like who who do you think needs to win this game more? Silas, I'll start with you, man. Who do you think needs to win this game more? The Bengals. Um and. and it, 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 all right, so from a mathematics <laughs> standpoint yeah, yeah. and how the standings currently look, the Bengals need to win this game. They're currently sitting at fourth in their division. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's better this year than they were last year. The Ravens are good and healthy. And, you know, Watson is back for the Browns. So those games, and they still have a ton of, they still have like, what is it, five? Five uh, division games to go, or four. I think they have four more division games to go. They're currently 0-3 in the AFC, 0-2 in their division. So they have four more division games to go. They can't afford to lose those division games, if they, especially if they lose this one. They need this if yeah. they want to keep their playoff, if they want to stay, you know, if they want to keep their hand on the controls of whether or not they make the playoffs, they need this game. Buffalo mm. needs this game for pure purely for for the way we're viewed nationally, the way we look at mm. ourselves as a team. Um, are we tough enough to be on the field with the Bengals? Do are they gonna are we gonna allow them to punk us again? Because that's let's be honest, that's what happened last year. We got punked in our yeah. own building. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, we're answered th- this is a this is a game where a lot of questions have to be answered. Um is is the defense is the defense of the McDermott going to be good enough to get us through the playoffs? Because the last few years it hasn't been, and uh, ultimately is Ken Dorsey. Uh, oh man, yeah, hey, hey, I'm doing a good job. Yeah. Like is, is yeah. Ken Dorsey able to do a good job against a very very skilled d- defense and a very 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 skilled defensive coordinator? We got a lot mm-hmm. of questions that need to be answered. And they get answered tomorrow night in Sunday Night Football. Yeah, Kula, what do you what do you think, man? Like who needs to win this, this game more? Hundred percent agree. Cincinnati has more to prove. I mean, you're looking at the, the rankings right here. I mean, the Ravens are playing lights out. I mean, right. the Steelers, they can come and they can go. We know that. 
uh, the Browns, that division, probably only two teams are going to make it from that division. So from that standpoint, you're looking at the Bengals need this game to stay alive in their division. Uh, we do, too. We do, too. Exactly. Yeah. Our pride got hurt last year. I mean, I'm sitting here watching this game in my living room, and I'm hearing who they oh, chance man. taking over our stadium. I've never heard that ever in Buffalo yeah. Bills history. Yeah. I have never seen a team take over Bills Mafia like that. Utter disrespect. Utter Complete disrespect. disrespect. My man Diggs was saying all season, like, yo, this was he was saying all off season, like, yo, this is what we doing. Yeah. This is how we going out. This is how we giving yep. it up to Demar Hamlin. This is how we doing. He watching in the Come on, man. right there. They call Diggs him the dog, man. Phone and everything, like. Like, no, we we got to remember all those things. We got to remember yeah. last season, the adversity, the snowstorm, the top shooting, all of that got to come out in this game. We have to 100 percent, man, like 100 percent. Like, I, I think I think both teams, you know, um, have their own reasons why they need to win this game. Like, like both Bills and the Bengals. I mean, they're both Owen. I mean, they both have three conference losses in the season. You know what I'm saying? It just so happens to be that the Bengals are fourth place in the, in the division and the Bills are second right now. You know what I'm saying? A game ahead of the, of the Jets. So, you know, from a, from a, you know, a playoff seating perspective, I think the Bengals have, have more, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a reason why they need to win this game more than the Bills, because I mean, golly, you know, they go on four in the conference. It's going to be hard to come back from that, especially when you look at the rest of the schedule. Uh, the Bills, we, we, we can, I think, I think we can stand to lose this game and still be able to make it up, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the season, just because of the way our division is kind of currently sl sliding right now. So, but I think psychologically, though, the Bills need to win this game. They have to have to get this game, you know, uh, they have to come back here, man, and just get get like get the monkey off of their back and win this game that way. It's going to be huge regardless on both teams, and I, I expect both teams to come out, man, slugging. Like, they, they, like they're going to be dropping haymakers um, this game. It's, it's going to be a good one. Um, a lot of key matchups here too, um, in this game too, which is kind of what I what I wanna I wanna pivot to right here. And Kulu, I know I want to respect your time, man, because I know I know you got somewhere to be. So I I just want to kick this off to you, man. Like when we when we when we look at, at at this game, who 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 are some players that you are watching this game? Whether it's you know a key matchup or whether it's just a player or players in general, who do you have your eyes on? I got my eyes on the middle of the field. I got my eyes on Bernard and Jordan Poyer. They are going to decide the outcome of this defense, this defense this next week. They have been our most consistent players all season. And I have to say that, um, even though I got to say it with the exception of how Matt Milano and Daquan Jones was playing as well before they went down. But I'm talking about playing now. These guys are guys who've been stepping up all season long. Mm and they are going to determine whether this defense is ready to play this Cincinnati offense. So I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with them as going to be very key players on the defensive side. Of course, we know our two superstars on the offensive side, Diggs and, and Allen, and I'm really watching that Gabe Davis and Kincaid. I want to see Kincaid. Mm. I really want to see Kincaid take that, that, that tight end, number one tight end position. Oh, yeah. As McDermott said, that he's all about competition, okay? Mm -hmm. You're all about competition. You paid Knox, but if Kincaid outperform him, are you willing to do what needs to be done? And I hope so. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy, man? Who, who do you get your eyes on? Um. Well, Jimmy. Jimmy just took my uh, 
Jimmy just took my thunder, but I'm I'm a, I'm I'm not gonna say just just Von Miller. I'm gonna say this offensive. I mean, this defensive line, man. Defensive yeah. line has to be dominant to, uh, tomorrow. Um, this is I, I look at this like a legacy game, right? Uh, mm. Josh Allen cements himself as the number two quarterback in the NFL by going out there performing and winning this game. Ed Oliver goes out and has a game where he has two sacks or a sack and a half and a couple of hurries and and a couple of TFLs. Now you start talking about him as one of those elite uh, defensive tackles in the NFL. You start talking mm-hmm. about him like is he is he the next is he the beginning of the next batch of of three techs after Jeffrey Simmons and and um, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Quinn and Williams and those guys are yeah. is 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 Ed Oliver the next group and um and then on the other side of the football man I mean clearly it's Josh Allen Josh Allen. Uh, did not play well last year against the Bengals. Um, you know he's the under, he, he, he he's the leader of the team, right? He's the quarterback. It all it all stops with him. It all starts with him. Um, is he going to be the seventy one percent completion percentage guy that has twenty two total touchdowns this year, or is he going to be the guy that we saw in the playoffs last year that was missing digs on open throws and and didn't it looked like he didn't know what he was seeing in front of him? Um, you know, he, he's gotta, he's got to get out there and, and, and beat this and beat, uh, uh, coach Anarumo. He's got to beat him. Um, Mm. and, uh, the, the last, the last guy, the last group that I'm I'm looking at is that offensive line, you know, we're we're the number one graded pass, uh, blocking offensive line. I believe we're like sixth or seventh in run blocking. Uh, according to you know multiple, the, I think they're three different uh, grading systems. Uh, let's go prove it tomorrow, right? You're going yeah. up against a very good Cincinnati Bengals defense, a very good scheme. Go out there and win, Spencer Brown. Go out there and win. Uh, you know the interior yeah, of this old line. Go out there and win. Mm. Yeah, 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 I love it. To be on this game too, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Hold yeah, on, hold yeah. on. Oh, yeah, hold on. Sure. I, I know, I know exactly where you guys are going. And this, I love this because Kulu, you you get a chance, man, to, to jump in here, and uh, and before before you head out, you get a chance, man, to really participate in this uh this this coming segment, man. A, a lot of fans love it. Um, this is this 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 segment, man, is called "Put Up or Shut Up," okay. And this is who on this team needs to put up or shut up. Who needs to put up or shut up? So Kulu, when you look at I mean, we talked we talked about matchups and, and players who you, who you're looking at. Who do you need to really put up or shut up? Maybe it's a player who's been kind of silent, and you're like, "Yo, where this dog been? Where, like, where you been at? Like, you on a milk carton?" Like Rico says, "I need you to put up or shut up." Who, who's that player for you? That's Gabe Davis, man. You got to run the route tree, my brother. Um, Gabe Davis got to learn the route tree. You have to learn something other than the deep post and the deep ball, bro, and the out pattern. <laughs> man. I mean, guys who can yeah. study analytics, I can say one thing that last week we did see him doing a lot of quick slants, which is which is unusual for, for Gabe Davis. So right. he is the number one on the offense that I need him to show up and to play big. I need to see him like he played against Kansas City when we was, you know, when he had that three, what was it, three or four touchdown game in the playoff. That's big, big play that Gabe is what yeah. I need to see this week. So put up, yeah. put up for, for but a man who has a C on his chest, he has a oh, C, come on, guys. Man. He has a C this year. He got to he got to live up to it. 
Yo, I, I, I have been like so critical on Gabe and I kind of fell off of it a little bit, but I'm like, you know, maybe I was too hard on him. Like last year I was, man, I was so hard on him. Like, like I was very critical because I, I needed to see more out of Gabe. And then they went ahead and, and made him a captain. And so I'm like, all right, like, this is it, bro. Like, like you have to, you can't be inconsistent anymore. You, you can't do it. And, you know, it kind of started, you know, boom or bust, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that this year so far. And then last week, almost kind of had like a, like, I don't want to, wouldn't call it like a resurrection, but it almost kind of like showed you something we hadn't seen before out of Gabe Davis. And it, and it made me wonder if the reason why we hadn't seen so much out of Gabe on a consistent week to week basis is it because of Gabe? Or is it because of Ken Dorsey's inability to utilize him properly? Like we know when we look at when we look at the stats and we see Gabe and we know we know this guy is like this brother, like his yards per per attempt, man, are way down the field. Like for the most part, man, he's he's running, you know, uh, uh, uh deeper patterns, right? And so I remember, if I remember correctly, I think earlier on in the year, I think in the offseason, I remember Josh talking about this offense, and he's like, yo, I need um I've talked to, to Ken Dorsey about getting Gabe Davis involved early, like shorter routes. And we didn't see it until last week. And so I'm wondering, like, if, if this is just a function of Ken Dorsey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like can Gabe really run those, those, those routes? And can he really do more than what we've seen? And so I'm willing to kind of wait a little bit, you know what I'm saying, before I really put Gabe out there like that. I love him, man. I like what he brings to the table. I do agree he needs to be more consistent. But I need to see if Ken Dorsey is going to keep using him the way he used him last week or if it's going to be kind of the same way we've seen him being utilized, you know, the past, what, three, you know, you know going on four years. Um, Dallas, who do you think, man, on the, on the squad, bro, needs to, needs to put up a shut-up tomorrow? Like, you, you had enough. Yeah, bro, you, you got to put up a shut-up tomorrow night. The OC and the DC, man. Bro. The OC and the DC. <laughs> Come on, man. That's it. You, you really, I mean, you really, really like, kind of took mine, bro. Because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, I'm in agreement with you, uh, with Ken Dorsey. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. You got the floor. It's, 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 it's simple, man. I mean, we have injuries, and we, we lost, you know, three All Pro level players on that defensive side of the football. Um, but the offense is pretty, uh, pretty healthy. So, uh, Sean McDermott, you're a great defensive mind. That's why you got hired. Let's see. Like I, I thought that I thought that that putting putting uh, Poyer down uh, down at the weak, weak side linebacker spot, you know, giving them that three safety look, that that kind of yeah. dime heavy dime package that we ran with uh, against the Bucks. I, I thought that was ingenious. I wish he would have had that ready and keyed up in um, earlier in the Pat- Patriots game because then mm-hmm. we wouldn't have given up so many uh, third and longs for first down. We probably would have won that game. But listen. They're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're dealing with the with the best group of wide receivers in the NFL and a top three quarterback in the NFL. You got your work cut out for you, and this offensive line they got a they got a really good pair of tackles over there. So I need the defensive coordinator to figure out a way to do what most teams can't do, and that's get Joe Burrow on the ground consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't given up more than three sacks this year in the game. I want that double. Get get to Joe, get Joe on the ground six times. Let's see that. Let's yeah. let's let's do that. I'll start there, and yeah. then, like you said, I'm not going to take your thunder on 
on uh on on Ken Dorsey. Uh I I'll do that on Twitter later. <laughs> <laughs> Yo man, like for real, like for me it, it, it's it's Dorsey. Like I, I need to see Dorsey put up, man. Like this game. I don't need I don't need Dorsey to be inconsistent either as a play caller. You know what I'm saying? Like I was and Silas, bro, like we like we had this conversation seemingly like all last year with Dorsey and about what he's doing and 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 just really just just my, really our lack of faith and trust in Ken Dorsey throughout the year. And it seemed like he got figured out and didn't make adjustments. Going into this year, you know, I was like, all right, I let people say, all right, hey man, you know, he was rookie OC, give him a chance, you know, going into year two, blah, 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 all that kind of nonsense. Even though I'm like, yo, but the brother's been sitting here, you know, for years under Brian Dayball. He knows the team. He knows the squad. It ain't like he, he like really a first year OC. Like it ain't, it ain't like he, he coming in here with, with zero experience. Like the brother has been here in the system for a while. So anyway, but I, I was like, you know what? I'll give it to you. I need to see more this year. Well, He's been kind of up and down, up and down. I'm like, yo, it's the same stuff, man. Like, come on, like, how are you not using these guys? You know what I'm saying, like, I, like, I, I want, I like, like, struggling between when he took over the OC position. I think McDermott wanted to keep the same identity that that Dabo left him. You know, he wanted to mm-hmm. keep that same offensive firepower mentality. And now it seems like McDermott is try. He tried to reshape that a little bit now we're seeing a little bit more of josh under center we're seeing a lot more handoffs than we were seeing that op- that mm-hmm. quarterback option play so much that we saw in the last three years um so we're seeing I'm, I'm seeing that he's trying to find his own identity but here's another thing that i'm seeing mm-hmm. i'm also seeing that he's trying to live his quarterback career through josh allen a little bit now you go back and watch him at yeah. thank you Thank you. you. Go back and watch. Thank you. You finally said it. I've been saying it for a year now. Yep. He really has. Just pull the tape. That's all I can. I feel like you know how to, you know, Rev, you know how to, when you're in church, you be like, preach, Pastor, preach. Yeah, man. Go ahead, preach. That's it, man. Cool. You got it, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, man. So that's what I was seeing, you know, and um, he's trying to find his own identity. But like I said, he's trying to live through live his quarterback career through Josh Allen. And, you know, at the end of the day, you got to let Josh Allen beat Josh Allen. That's yeah. who it that's what it is. You got to let the beast be the beast. You can't contain it. You can't hold it back. You got to let him be him. And when he rolls out to that right, there's nobody better. There's nobody, nobody better. You're not going to you can't just make this guy a pocket passer and just say, this is what you have to do. I know we want to keep you safe. I get all yeah. that. I, I respect all of that because we can't afford to lose Josh Allen. But at the same time, we don't have a chance if he don't play like he is, who he is. Yeah. You can't coach him out of who he is. He's a dog. Right. Let a dog he, be a dog. He, he got to where he is being who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like he's the reason why you are a perennial Super Bowl contender right now. You can't just like shut that off and make the guy be somebody different. And I and I get it. Like, um, I think I think man, and, and, you know, and I and, and I tread lightly here because I don't want to like I say this tongue in cheek, okay? But it seems like Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, it's almost like they have like PTSD. You know what I'm saying? From from Cam Newton, like like they had a front row seat of that brother, how he came in and just really just took over the league. You know, but then like he had a short lived career because of how physical he was and and he took a lot of he took a beating. 
and yeah. the brother's career just kind of fell off. And so they're like, yo, we've got a similar player to a degree in, in Josh Allen, big physical quarterback, strong arm, uh, um, very athletic, likes to run, jump, you know, run people over. Like we need, like we don't want him to be like, like the next Cam Newton who's out of the league in the next couple of years. You know what I'm saying? So like they're trying to protect him from himself. And so I get that. But at the same time, it's like while they're protecting him from himself, they're, they're, he's not able to be himself. You know, so there's a fine line that they're really trying to, to navigate here. And I think at the end of the day, it's like you know who you drafted, right? You know, you know who you drafted. You brought you drafted this raw brother who was extremely athletic and has a strong arm. And like this guy, like you cannot just take his game away from himself, you know what I'm saying, just to kind of be safe, you know. And so, and part of that I think is is the messaging from Ken Dorsey when he was like, Yo, I tell Josh, you know, hey, be smart, not conservative. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, be, be, is, it, is it play smart, not conservative, or play smart? Or be be aggressive, not concerned. Some, something along those lines, and I think it's kind of messed with with Josh because he's like, "Yo, all right, I get it. I gotta play smart, but you know, like, 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 you know, I, I gotta get this first down right here. Do you want me to get it or not? You know, like, is it time for me to show up, or do you want me to take the L? You know, so I, I think I think Josh is kind of in his head a little bit too, and you just need to just let the brother go, let him do what he does, what he does best, and 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 I think that's what we need, and I think he needs that too. Like, I miss those design runs, man. Like. Like and I know people are like yo, I'm so scared of those design runs from Josh, bro. Like like come on, man. Like, but really, when Josh is getting hurt, he's getting hurt standing in the pocket, you know. And so I think you kind of have to let Josh do his thing, man, and let him be who he is. At the end of the day, that's who we need. We need that, and I need Ken Dorsey to allow Josh to be Josh on a consistent basis. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that. That's kind of where I am with Dorsey, man. Um, even with the way he's calling these games. Like, I get the whole 12 personnel thing. That was a good idea. You know what I'm saying? But now we've seen what happened last week. And I think Josh, and maybe you guys either agree or disagree, it seems like Josh is more comfortable in an 11 personnel formation. You know what I'm saying? Like, where he's in the shotgun. Let, let, like, let him see the field, scan the field, spread the, spread the ball out, and let him do his thing. What do you guys think about that, man? Do you think Josh lives better in that space? Or do you think there needs to be more of a balance that that seemingly like what, what Sean McDermott is trying to get this team to do? To do on I think it should be more. I think it should more be a balance. I, I'm, I'm, I, I like the balance because look what Cook mm-hmm. is doing. Look what, look how Cook is playing. Yeah. Look how Latavius is playing. You know, um, these guys are getting out and they're, they're a threat in the backfield. We were not a run threat last year. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. We, no one was worried about who was behind Josh Allen last year. And now yeah. you bring Fournette in the mix of that. Oh man, the, the NFL is That's in true. trouble. If we can figure this out and figure out how to use those three running backs like they deserve to be used, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard for them to beat us. Now we have to do. We do have to play this smart because let's keep this all the way one hundred. Josh Allen is still dealing with a shoulder injury. Yeah, he is. Okay, and you know he he didn't. I think he only practiced one day this week because yeah. of that shoulder injury. So. We have we do have to tread lightly on that, but at the same sense, the things that he does well, like I said, rolling out to the right, getting out in space, seeing the field, as you just mentioned, these are things that you have to allow him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that one hundred percent, man. Uh, I I think I think that you you stay you're a much more dangerous team when you can do multiple things. I, I like 
um, the 12 personnel. I, I like what they're doing out of 12, and it doesn't always have to be um, – it doesn't always have to be two tight ends. You can have – like they've been, they've been running 12 personnel with – uh, David Edwards coming in as an eligible receiver and they're doing mm-hmm. six man protections and keeping Josh upright. You know, so if you got yeah. six man protections, you got Kincaid running routes, you got Dawson, uh, I mean, uh, Davis running routes, Diggs running routes and uh, Shakir running routes. I, I mean, you good. Those are, those are some, some, some solid weapons. Or if you want to keep right. a running back back there to pass block for a second and then kind of sneak yeah. out and leak out because you know, they're going, you know, they're going to spy Josh. Yeah, that's that, that's a quick, easy three, four, five yards uh, every single time, and it's an easy completion. Doesn't take a ton of doesn't take a ton of time, uh, and it doesn't take a ton of effort from Josh in order to get that done. Um, but if you can force teams, defensive coordinators, to to prepare for eleven personnel and twelve yeah. every week, if you can put on tape that we are a functional offense. Not only in 12 personnel, but we can go empty yeah. and go 10 and go 11. And right. now what do you do? Because if you come out with a game plan to stop 12, we are going to spread you out and air you out. And mm-hmm. then if you come yeah. out with a with a with a with a Heavy with base. a game plan yeah. to take away to slow down that that air attack, we're gonna grind you out on the ground and just yeah. beat you up up front. So yeah, I, I mean this this is Ken Dorsey has an excellent opportunity an excellent opportunity to us to 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 really put together a great offensive run with the personnel that we have because we can run and we can run 12 and we can run and we can go five wide empty with josh Mm. back there slinging it all over the yard and we can do both effectively we've already proved yeah so yeah it it all comes back to where what we've been talking about since last year man it's Dorsey. Dorsey. Like, like he has a, he has the keys. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it's all on him. It's, it's it's how creative he's willing to be, you know, to get the dub. Like, like I I, I go back, um, you know, to those it was those Patriot days, man. You know what I'm saying? Like with Tom Brady and, and them guys, and, and how they how oh, those guys were able to morph. <laughs> Say it again, Kulo. Don't remind us, bro. <laughs> Thirty-three and three, man. Tom Brady. Yeah, bro. But I'm just like, I'm just talking about like it's just in general, like how they how they were able to morph from week to week. Like they were, like they come out there and 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 run the rock on you all game long and be content with it, you know. Or the next week they would dink and dunk to to element all day. Yeah. And so like like you have to be willing to do that to do whatever it takes to win a game from a week to week basis. And I think, I think that's kind of, you know, maybe 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 it's kind of what the Bills are trying to figure out. You know, all right, all right, well, well, you know, we know what we have in 12 personnel. Um, I mean, no, we know what we have in 11 personnel, but let's try let's try to incorporate this this 12. Dang, Knox went out. Golly, all right, so we got to go back to 11. All right, so now let's now let's let's see. We got Quinn Morris coming. You're like, do we do we do we incorporate more 12? Do we do 11? Like, I think I think once they like you mentioned, once they get this 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 balance together and they're able to morph week to week based upon matchups and who they're playing. And even probably even like within the game, this is where Ken Dorsey really needs to show up because I I think that like Lou Anarumo, man, like that like that brother right there, dude, like he is a fantastic defensive coordinator. Like he will make adjustments at halftime on the fly, and come out and do something completely different. And that and this is where the this is where I need Ken Dorsey to really make his money. You know what I'm saying? To really show me who he really is. 
when you're going up against these kind of coaches, I need you to be able to make the same kind of moves and counter moves that they're going to make because this is what we're going to see in the postseason. This is just like a pre, like prelims. Tomorrow night, prelims of the postseason. This, this is what you're going to see. So I need Ken Dorsey to show me that he can adjust because we know first half is going to look something. But second half is Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's going to be completely different. Are you able to adjust and make the proper adjustments in this game? to win this game, out-coach these brothers. That's what it's going to come down to, in, in my opinion. And this is why I think that, like, that matchup is, is Ken Dorsey, Lou Anarumo, man. Like, it's going to be a huge yeah. chess piece kind of a game. And, and if, uh, I, if, I'm, if I'm Sean McDermott, I'm disappointed of how Deontay Hardy has been used. Oh, bro. You're talking about a speedster yes. that has not even really been sent on a seven route yet. Like, I mean, he say he has been but he, they haven't really targeted i mean you got you got stefan Diggs is demanding two people okay you're yeah. going to get him on single coverage they're not utilizing it and you're even not. if you had knocks they weren't utilizing it the right way yep. you have to get this guy in space now i'm gonna tell you guys he's the sixth highest player on this team sixth hmm. highest player on this team and you're not utilizing him so again ken dorsey yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a hundred percent on Ken Dorsey. Listen, if, if you line Diggs and Hardy up on the same side, oh, bro, that's a wrap. And you send Hardy deep. Pick you your poison now, because you, you got a double Diggs. You got to, yeah. It's Hardy, yeah, Hardy. Gonna and that's simple. Yeah, Hardy on the fly route, Diggs on the deep post. I mean, come on. Yeah, look, come on, look, Ken Dorsey. Look, look right underneath it. Cook right, right, right underneath, right underneath, right underneath, right underneath in the, the flat. flat. Yep. This Easy. ain't hard. It's not rocket science. It, it really isn't. It, it, that's what that's what yeah, we can do this is Madden, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh man, yeah, you brought up Madden. I can't <laughs> believe like Whittle. You you remember that last year? Uh, at the end of of, yeah. of the season, man, like we. <laughs> 
we talked about like like what the heck is Ken Dorsey doing like running these, these kind of routes with Gabe David like it was just it, it looked like it was right out of out of Madden and it was like because like, because there's oh, this the guy four verticals yeah the, the four, four verticals, verticals man play. four verticals bro four verticals the plays like, that take forever to develop that was a play yes it was like it's the same exact play I'm like yo Dorsey you got to be kidding me man like you got it so I I need to see more out of him man I need to see more out of him yo shout out to you guys man who are watching us live man yo smash that like for my man Kulu smash that like for my man Silas Whittle yo we are gonna keep it moving right here and I know Kulu you about you about to head out but no nah, I'm, I'm with you man I'm with you to the end you bro. good all right just just, yeah. just just let me know when all right just let me know when yo my man Mike uh my Mike Mike Maddie I'm sorry McMaddie I just butchered your name brother. McMaddie comes in with a super chat. I appreciate it. Yo, he says, yo, easily the best trade deadline moves under Brandon Bean. Do yeah. you guys agree or disagree with that? Like, is it, is it Steak yeah. and potatoes, bro. And, and really, like, it, it's, it's not really hard, is it? Like, because when's the last time Brandon Bean really even made a move you know, at the yeah. trade deadline anyway since, like, what, Kelvin Benjamin? Oh, don't, uh, don't remind us, bro. Like, Please. Is that, is that, like, is that the last time he really made a move at the, at the deadline? Y'all correct correct me if I'm wrong. That I wasn't even wrong. a move. That wasn't even a move, bro. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We did uh we got Naeem Hines last year. We got Hines Naeem, last year. Naeem, okay, yeah. okay. There yeah, is Naeem Hines at the trade deadline last year for Zach Moss who figured out how to play football after he left the team. So, yes, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I love I love I love the move that Brandon being made. I, I love adding Russell Douglas. I love Linval Joseph and then even Leonard Fortnite. Like like I mentioned earlier, you know, it seemed like it was very strategic. Very strategic. It wasn't like, oh, this is as I mean, like, even listen to Brandon Bean. He said, Yo, we, we were really thinking about where we needed to add these players. We thought long and hard about it, even on the offensive side of the ball, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, but but you know, like these players were not just positions of need, but like the like the like the the cloth that these players are cut from, you know what I mean? It is it, very specific to what they're looking for. You got a bulldozer in Leonard Fournette. By the way, man, I know, I know you. I know you guys saw them hamstrings like that brother right there, bro. Like he looked like he was in some incredible shape, incredible shape. Yeah. Like that guy, and then to get him right now, November, December, like when it's like when it's getting cold, and 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 for a lot of people are talking about yo, hey, the Bills are, you know, they're this finesse team. They soft. They don't really like to get with it like that. You know what I'm saying? Get physical. You bring in a guy like that. In addition to Latavius Murray, but you bring in these these this big old power back, who's not just a power back, but yo he yo he's 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 nice with it. You know what I'm saying? When you leak him out, you know what I'm saying in the flat. You know what I'm saying? So he's got he's got good hands too. So you got him, physical guy. I don't know too many people who want to tackle Leonard Fournette, especially when you get a head head of steam on you. And then you got Linval Joseph up front on the defensive line, who I think was a fantastic addition. I was really concerned with that defensive line, especially going up against. This game right now, I was like, "Yo, Willow." I was like, "Yo, if Brandon Bean don't make some, don't make a move on the defensive line before this Bengals game, yo, this D line is going to get exposed oh. yep, by yeah. by Mixon. Like Mixon, they're by gonna Mixon, run all yeah. over them. They really are. And so now I feel, I, I feel a little bit better with 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 Joseph in there. I still want to see, you know, what I'm saying I still, I'm still kind of like, oh, let me let me see, but I feel much better with him as opposed to Jordan Phillips or. Puna Ford or Tim Settle, all that you know. No, nah, I, I, I like I, I like, Puna I, like Ford. Really I thought Ford was I thought Ford was solid um, the last two games, man. Um, but 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 Ed just 
the interior doesn't move if Ed's not there. I feel like Jordan yeah. Phillips plays better when Ed's when Ed is in pads. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what type of stepbrothers relationship that they yeah. got going on, but man, Jordan Phillips turns up when Ed yeah. Oliver is on the field. So, um, yeah, just like I, I, I want to continue to see that. But and that's the key, man. That interior pressure, like Ed's pressure, yes. is cool. But you gotta put you gotta put a helmet in Burrow's lap. Like you have, you have to, to put a helmet in his lap. Cause you I can't to, I don't need him stepping up and 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 throwing to those to those uh avatars he got out there on the outside. Like right. I, I need him, I need him uh I need him running for his life. Cause the more time he's avoiding pressure, the less time he's Better looking downfield to find yeah. find receivers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that, man. Like, we need that interior pressure, and, that, and that's what we missed out of Daquan Jones. So, like, he goes back to what I was saying earlier about how, how important he was to the defense as a whole. You know, uh, now do I expect to get that kind of interior pressure from from Linval Joseph, like like we did out of Daquan Jones? No, but I think that him him being able to, you know, at least hold the point of attack, and then you know we we heard from him. He said, "Yo, I played in a similar defense, you know, in Minnesota. You know, it's a attack style four three. You know, I, I like it. So we, we may see something out of him that we hadn't seen in the past, you know, you know, a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? So he may be able to provide some type of interior pressure, even if it's not just this, even if it's just straight bull rushing dudes, you know, straight back into the lap. You know, I'm fine with that. Rev, he got, he he got he, 25 and a half sacks in his career, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's not it's not great, but it's it's something. He got something. And some. Right. If, if, we, if we can push the pocket, Kulu, then then that, that opens up the doors for, for Oliver and opens up the door for Groot to clean up which he's good at, you know what I'm saying? And so I think if you play it right schematically, you know what I'm saying? Like you can really hit that interior pressure and flush Burrow out into the, into the open arms of, of Greg Rousseau to clean up. You know what I'm saying? So we need to, we need, yo, we cannot, what I do not want to see is Sean McDermott playing conservative. Yeah. Like, like trying to play coverage against these guys because you're going up against a guy in Joe Burr who already, like you mentioned earlier, who gets the ball out incredibly fast mm. and he, he, he will slice and dice you to pieces, especially we playing the, you know, this heavy zone. So like we have to mix up the coverages. We have to blitz the guy, we, uh, you know, at, you know, uh, spur- sporadically here and there, you know what I'm saying? But we have to get pressure on him. If not just to get him out of the pocket and moving, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You know, here's something that is very interesting. You know, we have added, a lot of players to our roster over the past few years. And here's an interesting fact that needs to be thrown out there. One of the things in my research about the history of the NFL, the history of the NBA, you notice that a lot of champions produce other champions. And when you talk about go down the line, you can say Bill Parcells and producing, you know, Bill Belichick. And you go down the line further, you go to from Shaq to Kobe and from Kobe to the next generation. It, it's usually passed down. Phil Jackson lay, leaves the Bulls, goes to the Lakers, does the same thing. Think about this roster right now. Think about the guys who've won Super Bowls with this roster right now. Talking about Linval Joseph. Mm. You're talking about Leonard Fournette, who played yeah. with Tom Brady. You're talking about... Um, Vaughn Miller, who's a Super Bowl MVP. You're talking about Mitch Morris. These guys are going to be difference makers on this team. Now, you go back to the 90 Bills, which we call the glory days. That is the one thing that we didn't have, bro. 
Mm-hmm. We didn't have Super Bowl experienced players on yeah. that, even though they went to Super Bowls, Super Bowl champion winner, right. people who know how to get over that hump. This is what's been added to this team. And this is what I really like about what Brandon Bean has been doing over the past few years. While we've been getting all this little hate, sometimes from our own fans, but you need to understand mm-hmm. it takes champions to become champions. And I want to know y'all thoughts on that. Like, like you said it, bro. Like, like I, I think having those kind of players, man, it, it gives, it gives a team, it gives a team experience. You know what I'm saying? So like when they get in these positions, like even we look at, at, at just the, the impact that Von Miller had on, on, you know, on the, on the defense and really the whole team as in general last year, like having that voice in the locker room with that, experience with those with those pelts on the wall who who can say look i've been there done that like that helps these guys when they're in the moment you know what i'm saying like when it's when it's crunch time and and you know playoffs and and, and here they are you know backs up against the wall hey don't blink you know what i'm saying You're like you got a guy like that who, who's been there and done that you know what i'm saying so i think that adding these players really reinforces what sean mcdermott is trying to do what he's trying to bring to the squad, you know, this championship caliber. Well, it's one thing to say championship caliber. It's another thing to actually have guys on the squad who have won championships who can back that up. So I, I, I love the fact that they bring bringing those guys to the squad. hundred percent. You know, um, go ahead, go ahead, Silas. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, um, th- this is a big game. This is a big moment. Uh, we got guys that have not been in this situation before. Uh, having veterans like Avon Miller or Leonard Floyd um, on that front line is going to steady that front line. I mean, some of these guys have played in big games, but like this is one of those back-against-the-wall type, you know, we need to win this game for our own mental sanity yeah. situation. Like, you, you got to find out what team, you, what type of team you have. This is where leaders – step up and they rally the troops and this is one of those type of moments so um it's easier to listen to a guy that has the resume you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like if i if i'm putting 30 if i'm putting up 30 a game a guy on the end of the bench getting six can't tell me anything but if you put up if if you were if, if i came after you and you were putting up 35 I need to start paying attention to what you're talking about because you know, you know, you know what I mean. So these mm-hmm. guys won championships. This is going to be huge tomorrow because there gonna be moments in this game where, you know, you got to step up, and somebody has to get somebody has to dig deep and make a play. And, and Super Bowl, these guys that have done that, that the Von Millers, the the uh, yeah, the Mitch Morses, you know, like they they're gonna show these young guys. How to how to mm-hmm. make those plays in those big moments? Hey, hey, listen, AJ Epinesa, hello, uh, mm. show up, AJ. brother. AJ, AJ's been balling all year. Tomorrow's the game. Solidify yourself. Make yeah, yourself man. make yourself difficult to resign by having a big game tomorrow night. That's what I oh, want to see. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yo, um, I think like like these guys, man, and just really just to kind of. You know, put a just just wrap this thing up here. Um, on that point, having those players, man, is huge because especially like even even in this moment when it's not the postseason, you know what I'm saying? But understanding like what they're up against, even beyond just 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 the opponent, but understanding the situation and and kind of the hole that they've dug themselves into, and how important it is for them to get back on track and get on top of this this division. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, 
just just being steady. You know what I'm saying? They had these guys who can be like, hey, guys, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we got to do. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Let's just play steady and understand what we need to do. If, if the Bills can play their game of football, like if they can play their game, which we know they can do, 100% they can go out there tomorrow night and beat these boys. 100%. They have to get this win for their own psyche, for their own psychology. You know, they have to get this win. And I think that these guys are ready for it. You know, but when we're talking about this game and what needs to happen, I want to ask you brothers right now, man, yo, what are some keys to big dubs? And I'm going to let my man Jordan Poirier say it. We've heard him say it before. At the end of every victory, baby, at the, at the, at the end of every victory, Jordan Poirier goes out and he says, yo. Big dubs! Big dubs! Big dubs, man. Big dubs. This is what we're all wanting to see tomorrow night. We don't want to be disappointed. I mean, anticipation levels already through the roof right now. We want to see the Bills come out with the win. What are some keys, man? Like, what do these Buffalo Bills need to do tomorrow night in order to? I think you got to keep Joe Burrow on the sideline. You got to control. Yeah, yeah. There he is. You hear, me, you hear me? You hear me? You hear me, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. All right, you back. You back in it. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so what? What do the Bills need to do to to win tomorrow night? Oh, it's on me. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're second in sacks, and uh, shout out to Joe Marino, uh, for for putting this out there in the, in in in, in the, uh on his on his pod. He said that we are. I think we're number one in. Uh, potential sacks not converted or something like that where hmm. like the Leonard Floyd joint where yeah. he had Baker Mayfield wrapped up and somehow he right. Baker who deemed out of there and got a first down that that can't happen you know like that we gotta we gotta we gotta make it difficult on them to, to get to, to to throw the football that defensive line has to win uh make it a net negative to hand the ball off to Joe Mixon and then when Burrow sits back in that pocket, give our coverage guys a chance by winning up front. Their tackles have played well this year. They've been playing, they played a lot better, but the interior of that offensive line has not been good. Ted Harris is not having a good year. Cordell Volson is atrocious. He's mm-hmm. atrocious. We need to win. And we need to win in the middle on that in the trenches. That defensive line has to show up. We're number two in sacks. We need to be number one by the end of the game. For sure. Kulu. Yeah, man, we got to control the clock, man. We got to control the clock in this game. I think if you try to go in the shootout mode, I don't think you win. Um, I think you have to control the clock. You have mm. to keep Burrow. You have to give Burrow less possessions in order to win this game. Man. Hold on. Um, Kulu, you said something right there, bro. Like You said, like, if, if we go into shootout mode, we will not win this game. I don't believe so. That's that, that. I mean, that's that's something to really consider, man. Like, like you see, you see this team just a couple years ago going shootout, you know, against against Pat Mahomes. But man, to think that if they go into shootout, well, now why, why why do you feel like why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like if they go into shootout with these guys, they're likely not going to win this game? Because when you let's look at the personnel, their physicality mm-hmm. is just. I mean, you saw it last year. I mean, do I need yeah. to say it again? Physical, physically. They're more mm. physical than we are when it comes to the skill positions. I mean, you you know that. Yeah. You no know Chase, you know Higgins, you know Boyd. I mean, 
You know what Mixon can do if you get if you get him going. You give those guys mm-hmm. too many possessions, it's going to be a nightmare for you. It's going to be a problem. Right. So you have to control the clock. We have to play that balanced football, the 12 and 11 personnel that we talked about to control that clock. I don't say you just try to go for the quick score. You have to slow the game down and keep him off the field. And when he gets on the field, you got to put pressure on him. Like, like, um, like Bro just mentioned, you have to neutralize Mixon. You have to take mm-hmm. him out of the equation. The run defense is going to be very key in this yeah. game. Make them one-dimensional. If you can do that, you can slow this offense down. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yo, Ronald Ringler says the same thing. You'll run it well. Uh, for me, like, it's, it's, it, it really – and we're, we're all on the same page here. It, to me, it's, it starts up front in the trenches, as it always does. I think the Bills – and this really goes back to last year, too. It's the same thing. You know, uh, like the Bills' defensive line, like they have to they have to stop Joe Mixon. I don't want to see them try to, you know, just play this coverage game against these guys because, you know, match – I mean, you don't really match up well. And you know what I'm saying against against Jamar Chase and T Higgins. I mean, it's, it's really not a good matchup like that. You know what I'm saying? So, and if they and if they devote too much attention to it, you're gonna have Joe Mixon. You know what I'm saying? Running, running, running through that defense. So I need them to stop Joe Mixon. That's that's where the buck stops. If you can stop Joe Mixon, I think they have a much better chance with the guys in the back end. Uh, and to really piggyback off you guys, they need they need pressure. They have to generate some type of pressure on Joe Burrow, whether that's in the sack department or whether just, just get him off of his spot, get him un- uncomfortable. Even if you don't get him down, like make him feel you, knock him down. You know what I'm saying? Even, I know some people are probably going to think some type of way about this, but I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes you may have to, you know, situationally understand what's going on and you may have to take, you know, just, just take a, take a flag. You know what I'm saying? To a degree. You know what I'm saying? Not, not, not a, I'm a, I'm going to knock your head off. But I mean, if it takes, you know, you, you have to make this guy feel you. You have. I think the Bills. Do you really blitz? Have to, do you blitz though? Would you blitz this quarterback? I, I wouldn't. Bl- I wouldn't blitz him, man. I, I, if if I, I blitz him, it, it would be very, very, very situationally, and 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 had to be careful because this brother, man, he he will, he will light you up. Like if you miss, he's not gonna miss the read. You know what I'm saying? And so, like you got to be smart with it. I, I I think I think the Bills are gonna have to. I'm, they're I'm probably gonna have to. You blitz, are you blitzing, Whittle? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna send it. I, I, I. Not. Not every down, but if uh, situational. If if I find, yeah, if I if I'm, I'm gonna tell my guys like Taryn and Poirier, hey, if you find yourself guarding a space of air and nobody's there, get go get the quarterback. Go after him. Go get him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If if the receivers vacate your area, go get the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they have to they have to get him off his spot. Okay. And, I, and I think that and even if it's like it's about making, they have go ahead, Simon. Yep. The Bengals have a tough time with the the they the, the Bengals have a really tough time with the Cleveland Browns. And the reason why is because Miles Garrett terrorizes them every single time they play. Even yeah. the, the Steelers are in the, the Steelers played them tough because the Steelers have TJ Watt. And they got mm-hmm. uh, Alex Highsmith, and they got Cam Hayward, and they can get after. They can get after Joe Burrow. That yeah. that but is the key. You get Joe Burrow off they his get spot. After him with four, Silas. Yep, yep, yeah, with yeah. four, with four, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like we need, we we should be able to get home with four. But even still, I want to send an extra guy because I want to make sure that Joe Burrow feels this game tomorrow. Like on, on Monday, I want him to feel 
the Buffalo Bills Steelers. Yeah, and I, and I I think that like it's 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 so important for the Bills to do this. Like they have to go out in this game and really prove themselves to be the more physical team against a physical team who is likely more physical than they are. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to go out there and and give it to them early and often. Like let them know, like hey, we're gonna be here. We're not leaving. You know what I'm saying? Like, like last year was last year. This is a different team this year. You know what I'm saying? And and they had to get after him. Like I said, I mean, I mean, hit him, get him on the ground. If you get a hand on him, sling him to the ground. Like let lay your weight on him. Like like f- let him feel you. Like the Bills have to do this because if they sit back and be too comfortable and say we're just gonna play coverage and all that kind of stuff, and they're not willing to be creative up front with their schemes and how they, you know, their their, their rush packages, they're going to get destroyed by Burrow. He's gonna pick them apart. You know what I'm saying? And so. They have to do that, even if it's like, you know, get your hands up, you know, in the passing lanes. Greg Rousseau, six, 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 seven. Like you, like, like, uh, uh, Epinesa, six, uh, six, AJ Epinesa. Yeah, like they Man, have Florida to be able six, to affect five, it somehow. Yeah. Big guys, they got, we big got guys, some big, long, some long defensive ends, and in now in an interior too. Jordan Phillips, yep. Jordan yeah. Phillips is tall, six, six. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Get those hands up. You don't get to them. Get your hands up. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's going to be difficult. We know he's going to he's going to get that ball out quick. You know what I'm saying? So you're likely it's going to be difficult to really get after him, which is why, like when it comes to the blitz, like because he's getting the ball out so fast, it's going to be hard to even get home. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make sure you time it just right and pick your spots and pick your poison. Really, you know what I'm saying? But even if it's like simulated or or, or you could try to just get him off of his spot, which yep. is why I think like that that interior pressure is so huge. Get right so in the- huge. Right in his face. Right in, right in his face. We see, like, I, I look at, I look at, I look at, um, Joe Burrow. And this is this is nothing, nothing but respect. And, and really, um, I'm not saying that he's on this level, but like just from the way he plays, I, he almost kind of re- reminds me of, of almost like a like a like a Tom Brady to the degree. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's like he's very he's, very he's very methodical. He's he's excellent in the pocket. He's highly intelligent. He knows where he's going. He can pick you apart. But he cannot stand interior pressure. You know what I'm saying? And so if you can get that pressure up front, what happened with Brady? He can't stand it. You know, he looks like a shell of himself. I think that's what you need to do to, to, to Joe to, to to Burrow. You've got to get up his gut, get right up the gut um and, and flush him out and let him scramble. Let, let, let him look down like he had mentioned earlier, Silas. Like, 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 you know, if he's scrambling around the pocket, that's that's that his eyes are not downfield. The and then right. <laughs> And then to, to piggyback on what you had mentioned about Joe Marino, like like when you got a chance to get him down, you have to get him. Like, well, I can't I can't have this like almost sack. Like it reminds me of like the old Jerry Hughes back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like I almost got there. You know what I'm saying? Like I beat my guy, but I can't I can't get home. I can't close the deal. We have to we have to get him down. We have to if if we can do, do that. You, do you fellas? Do you fellas believe Demar Hamlin gets a standing ovation? Yeah, yeah. For sure, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. so in this game. Like, like, it's, it's 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 mad respect. I mean, we all understand what happened. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, you know, and, and I, I I expect the Bengals to really, you know, be be classy about it. You know what I'm saying? When they get on the field, yeah, much yeah. respect. And you know, there's a lot of history there. You know, going back to the end of the drought, the end of the drought. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. you know, um. Andy Dalton, man, shout out to Andy, man, getting sure. us, helping us get over that hump, getting us to that first playoff that we had been to. In yeah, felt like forever, <laughs> man. Felt like it felt like pretty much since I've been a grown man. Oh, Seventeen years, man. Jeez. Oh, oh man. Oh, 
it's it's That's old uh, enough to drive in this country. Right. So you know, we we in 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 to see him lose his life and for them to be so gracious about it in that city, shout out to them um and their hospital staff that that took care of him and, and got him back to health. Yeah. I agree. I, yeah, I agree. You know, it's it's gonna be a great game. It really is. Um, I'm I'm looking through some of the comments here right now. Uh, Silas, man, why don't you do me this favor, man, and, and read read what uh, what what uh, what Jeff King said, yo, because he's 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 agreeing with with what y'all are talking about. I think I think Silas, you may have mentioned it earlier. Yeah, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. Jeff brings up the point about about Vaughn Miller. Listen, the narrative Vaughn. the narrative on Buffalo on Buffalo changes with a win against Cincinnati. Um, the narrative changes and we control that. We go out there and we win by two scores. It's, oh boy, here come the Bills. If we go out there and win a tight contested game and it's, wow, like the Bills really, you know, they went into their, into that building and they took, and they took a win because not a lot of teams go into Cincinnati and win games there. So, and this Mm -hmm. is, and this is a stat and this is going back you know, three, four years. I think they're like nineteen and two or something like that in their building. It's it's something crazy over the last couple of years. So yeah, yeah you gotta go in there and punch them in the mouth. But this is the thing. When we go in there tomorrow and punch them in the mouth, because they make everything personal, right? They they take everything mm-hmm. personally everything. and make everything about disrespect. So let's go in there and and give them the exact fight that they want. Yeah. I need I need Deion Dawkins who's a Jersey representative just like Thank me and Rasul Douglas to forget where they are and be, and, and remember, remember where they're from and meet them the same way that they want to meet us. I want to yeah. see fights. I want to see hard tackles. Yeah. I want to yeah. see flags flying early in the game. Okay. I need it. That's what I want to see because after oh. we win the game and the, ch- and the, and the talk changes, hashtag stay on that side. Cause you didn't pick us before. Don't pick us now. It's Buffalo versus right. everybody. And that yep. starts yeah. tomorrow night. Buffalo Man. versus the world. <laughs> against the world, baby. Against the world. That's Hands it. down. Like, I need I'm, – I'm glad you brought up about, about uh, Deion Dawkins because I, I'm i going back in my in my head to that Trey Hendrickson play last year where he rolled to me intentionally on Josh Allen's leg. Like, mm-hmm. I need I need Deion Dawkins to remember that play. And when they see him lined up, I need Deion Dawkins to give him the business. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like after the whistle, like I'm, you know, you know, Deion's got that move where he where he jack you, where he grab you by the arms and jack you down and put his weight on you. Like I need Deion to lay on his brother and don't let him up. I'm talking about just just beat him into the turf. I need that kind of physicality from this team, man, because we have the stigma about being soft and we have to get over there. And I think I don't think the Bills are that kind of team no more. I think I think we are we are a much more physical team. Uh, then people are willing to give us credit for, but we have to prove it up against a physical team like the like the Cincinnati Bengals tomorrow night. And I definitely think that the Bills are up for it, man. Like when I look across the offensive line, like my man Osiris Torrance, dog to me, young oh, dog. Like this dude is this dude is balling, man. Nasty, cool man. When you see, what do you think about it, bro? Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown. Shout out to Spencer Brown, man. Right. Shout out to Spencer Brown. Right. He, listen. Mr. Brown is wanted him gone. I went early. I went him gone last year. How many times did we talk about we needed to draft a a right tackle? A right tackle. Come on. (laughs) How many of y'all were mad in this draft when uh 
when the when the when the Browns, I mean, you know, selected Dewan Jones. Like I was like, yo, I wanted Dewan Jones, and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I, I was I, I was done with Spencer Brown. I've yeah. gone on record saying like like yo, he needs to put up or shut up, but I don't think the guy has it in him to even put up. I'm done. But he came out this year, man, and really shut me up, and I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad he did it because he's having a fantastic year. And uh, I guess I guess I guess uh, Brandon Bean was right, you know, when he was telling us like, hey man, yo, Spencer Brown, yo, he was dealing with an injury, back injury, blah blah blah. But I'll give him some time. We trust him. Well, he's coming back on, man, this year, and he's doing his thing. Real quick, I know a lot of people don't like PFF, but last year, uh, Spencer Brown, out of 81 tackles in the NFL, Spencer Brown was ranked 76. Yeah. You know where he is this year? Where he at? Top 40. Uh, last time oh. I checked, I think he was like, I think he was like 34 or something like that. Mm. Deion was like 24. So, yeah, like. What well, the difference a year makes, man? Yeah, and health. the line and health. and health. Health is a big yeah. thing. In, big time. You know, it's a 100% chance you're going to get hurt in the NFL. I mean, physical, it's a physical yeah. game, and especially on the offensive line. I don't think people really understand these players who play. Every play they play, they're running up against a big man or speed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tough position to play, uh, left tackle, uh, right tackle. Those positions are very tough in this NFL to play. So, you know, shout out to him for 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 playing, living up to that six, eight, three, twenty-five stature that he has. Yeah, the Bills offensive line has been has been has been good. And this is why I think like like you know, like the Bengals can't 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 think that the Bills are the same team as they were last year because like offensive like on the offensive line, completely different. Completely different. I mean, you you you've got you've got Dion playing out of his mind. You've got Mitch Morris, who's been Mr. Consistent. You've got, you know, Spencer Brown coming into his own, looking like a brand new player. Um, you've got, you know, Connor McGovern, you know, who's been like quietly like like holding it down at left tack at left guard. And then you've got the rookie who's locking dudes up. Like so this like this offensive line has been playing very well. Um, and I expect them to continue that thing going on uh tomorrow night. And uh, I want to see – you know what I want to see, guys? I want to see the Bills, man, come out. And I want them to, to let the offensive line really go off. And what I mean by that is, uh, like, establish this ground game on these boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, like get like let these guys, like, get their rocks off, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and get out some aggression, early aggression, and, 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 pin, and, and just, just run the ball down these guys' throats with the likes of James Cook and, and Leonard Floyd, let him get a piece. Like, let these guys get – to get get the get, get get going early on, I think it's gonna bode well for the team, but it's really gonna set a tone early, a tone, yeah. a tone early in the trenches, man. Like like, hey, we ain't going nowhere. We coming to play. Do you do you see do you see um, Fournette dressing? No, mm. no, they didn't activate. With, 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 they didn't, with they didn't activate him. Okay. Oh, they, yeah, didn't no, they, him? Didn't, they didn't activate him. No, nah, they didn't bring him up oh, for the practice okay. squad. They brought up okay. they brought up Norman, but they didn't bring up Fournette. So. He's going to be inactive for this game. But let me ask you guys a question. Um, yeah. And real quick, uh, Dion is ranked 14th, according to PFF. Spencer Brown nice. is 29. 29 out of all the tackles in the NFL, both right and left. Uh, that is huge. That is huge. Um, but both. if you win, if you yeah. were, if you were the head coach and you win the toss, you win the, you win the coin toss tomorrow. What are you doing? I'm taking the ball. 
I'm deferring. You're deferring. I'm deferring. Yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going. I'm. You deferring too? I'm showing no I'm fear deferring. and deferring. I want the ball you first to me. Let I, me tell you I, something. I, I, let me. I'm. I'm sorry, Rev. Let me tell you something. If their their strength is their offense, if your defense comes in there, you kick the ball off to them, you stop them, they punt, and you get the ball back. You take the life out of that crowd immediately. Immediately. Mm. Now you just got to mm. go score, and you get the ball at yeah. halftime. So now we're yeah. playing the I mean, possession game. Because we can go 12 with you if you want. And keep in mind, defense has been the strong suit of this team. Our defense has kept us in so many games, going back to the Jet game. Every loss Mm -hmm. that we have taken, the defense kept us in that game. Okay? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. our defense is our strong suit this year. Play aggressive. No conservative. No playing coverage. Play aggressive. And I think if we, we let this team know, and we're not going to be out physical this time. So I'm more, I'm right with you there, bro. Yeah, I, I I can see that. You know, my my only concern is, is the Bills on third down, man. Like, like I I don't want them. Like for me, I don't even want if I want if, if I want them if they're going to defer, I want the Bills to get it three and out. Like like get, I don't even want these guys to move down the field and and take time off the clock. And then like when they get in the red zone, we just kind of like shut them down and you know uh, limit them to a field goal. Like I want them to really just. Three and out. Early, if they can get an early three and out, then I would love it. But it's it's going to be difficult, man. But I think, you know, and and you know, looking at McDermott, we are we almost kind of already know what he's going to do, right? Like that, like that, that's that's his thing. He's going to lean on his defense, regardless. So I mean, yeah, if they can make it work, then yeah, and then coming back from halftime with the with the ball, you know, get a chance to double dip. Can I you think imagine that's a takeaway on the first series. Uh- <laughs> Oh, God, I was, man, listen, listen, <laughs> I, I need, I need Poyer, I need Poyer to take it away. Poyer's been close over the last couple of weeks. He you know, we haven't close. had a turnover since, um, since the Jags game. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a turnover since the Jags game. Bernard I need Poyer to, get one. I need Poyer to get one early. Yeah. yeah. Bernard close last yep. week. Yep. He dropped one. First down, because we know, we know, uh, Burrow and then that offense, man. Like they're well, I want Thompson uh, passing on first down. And so if they if they you know still the same thing, first down. If the Bills were able to get it, like let's let's say, man, let's just say, put it out there. Bills get a a, a pick on 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 Joe Burrow's first attempt. First attempt, Joe Burrow in the pocket, looks left, throws it to Jamar Chase, boom, intercepted by Christian Benford or Rasul Douglas, bro, like. Mm-hmm. That that that's, that's the kind of out. statement that you want to make right there. That's lights out. I think that'll be huge. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And since we're kind of like we're already kind of talking about that, man. And shout out to everybody, man, who's still joining us live. We got over hundred y'all, hundred strong in this chat. Shout out to you guys. Smash that like for my man Silas Whittle and Kulu. Uh, uh, and hit the subscribe button too if you haven't already done so. But this is this is a moment, man. Like like Kulu, like you ain't been here for this, man. Silas knows what's up, but right now, like, like this has become one of the most popular segments on this show. Fans love it, and I, I, and I, I gotta, I gotta kind of prime it just a little bit here, man. But this, this is called. On my mom. On my mom. I put that on my mom. On 
my mama, baby. So, right. Kula, what, what, what this segment is right now, so you've heard about hot takes and all that kind of stuff. Well, this is kind of my twist on a hot take. This is something that you need to put on your mama. Like, like, like this is what's going to happen this game on my mama. And you got to drop it like it's hot. You know what I'm saying? And so fans love it. Uh, fanatics, they, 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 they go crazy. And they drop them in the chat, too. And so this is what I want you all to do in the chat. I want y'all to drop your on my mama takes two in the chat and I'm going to read them live, but I can't get it started yet without my music, man. So I got to, I got to go ahead and play, play a little music. just to kind of get us in it in the right head space. Um, before we close out this show, let me go ahead and get it played up, man. Let me get it queued up. Here it is. Here it is. Y'all let me know if you can hear it. Here we coming. There we go. All right. I'm my mama. Who wants to who wants to kick us off? I'm gonna kick it off, bro. I'm the rookie. Kick it off. Kicking it off. Listen. All right, all right, all right. Hold, hold on, cool. All right, let me, let me go ahead and solo you, brother. That means means you you got the you got the floor. This is all on you, my man. So hold on a second. Let me get you. My man, Kulu, on my mama. And then you gotta start it off by saying, on my mama. On my mama. Winter soldier Josh Allen that we've been waiting for all season is coming. To Paul Brown, to Paul, let's go, Buffalo. And I'm saying my man Josh Allen taking him down. Winter Soldier, Josh Allen is coming to play. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I think you I think you could be a little bit more specific. You know what I'm saying? So I, I need you to be a little bit more specific. I'm going to spin back. I'm going to let my man Silas come in here and drop it. But I need you to be a little, little bit more specific. Put, put it on there. If, don't be afraid. If 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 it's wrong, it's got to be out there. But put it on your mama. Be specific. Well, I'm gonna circle back on you, Silas. My man, you ready? Here we go. You know it, Silas. With his on my mama take, get it, Silas. On my mama, this defensive line for the Buffalo Bills tomorrow will have six sacks, and Ooh. half of them are coming from number forty. Let's go. Let's Ooh. go. You getting the dub in Allen Court tomorrow? Let's go. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Six sacks from the defense tomorrow night. Half of them from who? Number 40, 40 baby. Sick. Big Vaughn. Vaughn Miller Big with three Vaughn. sacks. That's what I'm talking about. That's on my mama. So, Kulu, you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. All right. Let's circle back. Let's circle back. Oh, my mama. Josh Allen, 350 yards, two passing touchdowns, three, three rushing. Josh Allen takes the Bills to the victory. Oh, my mom. <laughs> hey, oh, my yo. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, that's a that's an MVP. That's an MVP. That's an MVP, MVP solidifying game, baby. Listen, that, that's it. We living and dying with Josh tomorrow, bro. I'm telling you that. Oh, man. Yo, I freaking love it. And you know what else I love? My man Jeff King coming in here. Jeff comes in here with a super chat. Jeff, I appreciate it. He says, yo, gentlemen, thank you for your time. Bills, you either want this or you don't. Nobody's going to hand anything in life to you or the NFL. Now go out and take what's yours and ours. That's what I'm talking about, man. Bring that fire energy, Jeff. I love it. It's all on the Bills right now, and they have a time and an opportunity to really – Resolidify themselves 
in the eyes of the national media and everybody across the NFL with a statement win. Not just a, oh man, we, we escaped with a win. I'm talking about a statement victory tomorrow night against the Cincinnati Bengals who came on our turf last year in the playoffs and beat the brakes off of us. The Bills got to do it, man. This is it. It's time to take it. I agree with Jeff. So let me think. Let me think about an all I'm going to take for me. Because I'm loving the Josh Allen Winter Soldier five tutties. That's 35 points by Josh alone, baby. I love it. And then, yo, six sacks from the defense. It's kind of hard to follow that up, man. Three three sacks from Vaughn Miller. But I'm going to go ahead and bring it to y'all like this. Here we go, baby. On my mama. We already know that the defense has been the talk of the town. But Brandon Bean made some key additions to the defense right at the trade deadline, chiefly cornerback Rasul Douglas. So on my mama, Rasul Douglas makes an appearance tomorrow night against the Bengals, and he not only plays the game, he not only shows up, but Rasul Douglas has two picks in this game against the Cincinnati Bengals, showing everybody why he's that dog and why Brandon Bean brought him to the squad. Let's go. That's on my mama, baby. Let's, Let's get it. Go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, sir. Love it. Love that segment. Yeah, bro. man. I love it, baby. I love it. Now let me let me now let me take the time right now. We're gonna go through the chat. I want to read some chat. Read what the chat are talking about here because they they they've dropped their on my mama takes right now. And I want to read it because they come in, man. Yo, the chat, yo, cool. In case you didn't know, man, yo, the chat is where it's at. Yo, the chat is live every show, and they are phenomenal. So let me read here and see what they're talking about here. I'm going to scroll up here a little bit here. I want to see what they said. Uh, I know I saw it on my mama take. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where did it go? Uh, let me see here. Boy, I just saw it, and now it's gone. Oh, well, here it is. Crack- here it is. In. Austin. Styles, go ahead and read that, man. On my mama, Bills blow out the Bengals. I like the sound of that. I like it. Man, wouldn't that be nice? Blow out the Bengals on their home field. Blow them out. And we're going to talk about score predictions here coming up shortly, too. So I want to see what – because, I mean, Cooler, you're talking about Josh Allen put up 35. It was at five cutties. So, so, yeah, yeah, we're we're going to talk about this right here for sure. Uh, On my mama, man, let me see here. Yo, Kim Betts agrees with you, Kulu. She said, yo, Winter Soldier for sure. Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier there it is. Put the muscle up. Put the muscle up. Put the yo, muscle yo, up. This, this is the perfect game for Josh. Like, like you know, all year, right, we're talking like, yeah, yeah, putting Josh, you know, in the box a little bit like, hey, man, like, it ain't time for you to come out yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, understand what we whoop the whoop. Nah, man. This game right here against the Bengals, we taking Winter Soldier out the box, man. I need Winter Soldier this game. I think, he, I think, he's, I think he's coming out, man. I think he's coming out. Calvin. Calvin actually comes in. Kulu, read that for me, man. See what my man Calvin says. 110 yards, two tutties. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Man. Cook with a monster game. I love it. For sure. Uh, Let me see here. The Kraken comes in. Oh, my mama. Bill's going to whoop some. You know what? Kincaid with two touchdowns like a boss. You hurt. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be lovely? Wouldn't that be lovely? Let's go, rookie. Kincaid with two touchdowns, man. Yo, he needs to eat, dog. Like, Kincaid needs to eat. 
hundred percent. Okay. It might happen. So now Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati uh, struggled against tight ends. They struggled against tight ends and shit. You you saw what happened with with, with uh you know uh, last week, right? Uh, so like, I think with George Kittle, Kittle burned him. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't gonna when, be an X factor in this game. Yo, he is, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like when you look at and, uh, and remember have, Hardy, don't forget about when, Hardy. You yes, when you look at who they have to cover, they got they're already gonna put put attention on on Diggs. But when you look at last week, what they did, how they spread the ball around. So you got yo you yo you've got. Gabe Davis, we ain't even talked about Khalil Shakir, who last game, you know, you know what I'm saying, had like a like a career performance, almost 100 yards receiving. So now they got to figure, oh dang, I got I got to, you know, I got to study up on on Khalil Shakir. You know what I'm saying? And then Dalton Kincaid, and my man uh, James Cook, like 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 they got some weapons here. And Silas, man, talk about how how the Bengals, man, have been kind of like like these young safeties, man. They've been kind of they've been a little a little sus. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to trying to. <laughs> cover up the slack from from who they left you know who who went who, who left in free agency and von bell and you know whatnot so i think we can exploit them i think we can you know what i'm saying so i'm looking forward to that now this is the time of the show and we're about to close it out man shout out to you because yeah we, we are we are like like two hours in kulu i promise like like this wasn't on this wasn't what this was my intention you know what I'm i wasn't trying to be a bro, two I'm hours having straight, a ball, bro. You know i'm saying? having a ball I'm, I'm glad you're having fun and if y'all are having fun and you, you and you appreciate my man Kulu, you appreciate my man Silas, drop some mics in the chat right now. I need to see it. Show these brothers some love, man, right now. But this is the time, yo, for score predictions. Score predictions, man. What y'all got, man? Yo, do, do y'all see a close game? Do y'all see a Bills blowout? Do y'all see do y'all see it other, you know, other way? You see, you see a Bengals victory. I'm gonna go on record right now and say, like, before the trade deadline transpired, I didn't think the Bills were gonna win this game. I, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable with the matchup and the way the Bills were currently constructed. I was like, man, I don't think they're gonna win the game. But now that I see some of the moves they made, which were crucial, I feel a whole lot more confident in the Bills' chances this game. But I'm gonna kick it off to y'all to start the thing off right now. Whoever wants to start it, y'all go ahead and start it with your score predictions. Who do you got? Go ahead, Silas. All right, yeah, I take this one. Uh, give me Buffalo 31 23. 31 23. I think Josh, I think Josh takes us down uh, late in the fourth and puts us ahead. I don't know if he, I don't know if it's a walk off game winner, but I think he takes us down the field and puts us ahead for good. And we don't give that up, and we don't give it back up. I love it. I think I love it. 23 I think this is going to be a close game in the first half, but I say Buffalo pulls away within the second half, forty-one to twenty-eight. Oh, we got a forty burger, a siding of a forty burger. Y'all drop that burger in the chat, man. Drop it in the chat for my man Kulu. Forty burger in Cincy, yo. If that happens, yo, I'm, I'm gonna be ecstatic. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna be like like Jeff. Jeff King says, yo, he says, Oh my mama, if we win this game, I'm going streaking. <laughs> and I'm filming it to scare. <laughs> to scare everybody. Yo, hey man, I love it, baby. I love it. Oh man. All right, so I've got some score predictions here in the chat. I've got Lewis, uh 
Lewis comes in, he says, Yo, all my mama bills win 35 21, which is close to what you said, Silas. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, man, like, okay, oh, oh, here we go. We got Augustine coming in 35 to 10 bills. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, can you imagine yeah. that? The defense shows up and shuts these boys down to only 10 points. That That's it right there. If they do that, it's a wrap. It's a 35 10. I love that score. 35 10. Uh, Ronald Ringler comes in. What's up, Ronald? He said 35-24. Very close again. I love that score. So, for me, man, let me think. Let me think about this, man, because let me tell you, Kulu, man, like, if you don't know, you like, you don't know, you get to know me, bro. I'm very emotional, man. I'm an emotional fan. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, and then, like, like Pierre the Kingpin, he says, yo, Rev, yo, he flip-flop every week. He be, you know, against the Bills one week. He be on the bit. Look, that's just how I fan. Like I, I, I get, I get highly emotional, and the way the Bills have been playing consistently, I'm like, y'all ain't feeling it. Like even though they won against the Bucks, I still need to see some consistency out of the offense specifically. You know what I'm saying? But going into this game, when I look at the defensive side of the ball and I see what they, what they've done, I feel better. I feel better about this game. And at the end of the day, man, it is just I may talk it, I may say this and that. But it's hard for me to root against the. It's hard for me to say the Bills are gonna lose this game. It really is hard. As a fan, it's hard for me to say that. And so I'm gonna give the Bills a victory. This game, Pierre, you can clip it all you want to. I don't care. It don't make me no difference. I'm gonna go with the Bills winning this game. But I think it's gonna be a close game. And I'm gonna go with the Bills. Thirty-three. Bengals. Twenty-three. I mean, if that's close, I mean, 10 points is is, is, is close to me. But I I, I think it's 33-23. Um, and I think at the end of the game, like you said, Kulu, I think the Bills are going to start. I mean, it's going to be close, and then they're going to kind of pull away a little bit here. And maybe towards the fourth quarter, we start to see the Bills kind of pull away a little bit more. 33-23, Bills over the Bengals. That's my score prediction, baby. Bills dub. And, uh, man, we got a lot of well, – we, we got mics. We got mics, man. We got mics for y'all, baby. Another 40 burger in the chat. Hey, let me throw a little context in there, Red. Let me Don't throw me. a little context in there. Uh Sean McDermott is undefeated uh against an opponent he lost to previously, whether it's been regular season or playoffs, uh, in the same season or the following season. Uh, mm-hmm. this is another one of those games that fits into that um criteria. And Sean McDermott oh. is also undefeated after a bye week. We had ten days to prepare for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, so I expect I expect a sharp and 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 calculated game plan tomorrow. I, I expect the Bills to play well. Mm. I like yeah, that. I, I, I think so too, man. I, I think the Bills are. I think they're going to really show up this game. Like I don't. I think everybody, even from the coaching, like I, I think they understand the magnitude of this game. Even though they may downplay and say, "Well, it's just another game." Like they understand how important this game really is, you know what I'm saying? And especially they want it's like like going back like like I mentioned earlier about how the Bills had to, had to, they had to beat the Chiefs in the regular season just to kind of get that monkey off their shoulders. I think the Bills are going to come into Cincy tomorrow night and they're really going to show up um, and put it on these brothers, man. It's going to be it's going to be a hard fought game, but the Bills are going to close it out in the end, and we're going to be looking at these Bills like all right, they back. They back. No more inconsistent bills. No more Jekyll and Hyde bills. These are the boys that we've been expecting to see, and they did it bright light Sunday night against, you know, a dog in the oh. AFC who, who's had our number. Yeah. I love it, man. And you know what? 
Look who's talking. Look who's talking. Yeah. Look who's doing all the talking. Look who's Say doing that, all Kulu. the talking. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And look how gangsters move in silence. <laughs> the mafia move in silence. We just, we I just, want, we just, we have all the motivation from last year. We don't need mm-hmm. to say another word. We don't need to pump ourselves up for for this game. They need to yeah. talk about Isaiah McKenzie and what was said and what wasn't said yeah. to get themselves. We don't need that. We already had that. We lived it the whole off season. So right. we can just keep silent and we let our play play for us on Sunday night. And you know the fact that you know, I'm glad you brought this up. Like the fact that they have to generate these kind of false narratives in order to get themselves hyped up for the game. I mean, you you can you can see it as 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 like a defense mechanism. You know what I'm saying? Like like they really they they really are kind of concerned about this matchup. They really they may be like a little a little bit you know intimidated by these bills, and they see what they can do. And they feeling like the, oh, I got to find some kind of way to hype ourselves up. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't really have that internal motivation themselves, man. You know, it's, I think the Bills are going to come out here, man, and punch these dudes like straight in the nose, man. Like, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a very physical game led by the Bills. Led, they're not going to be sitting here playing the rope dope. <laughs> you know, I think these Bills are going to come out, man, and, and throw some punches. One thing we know That's for sure, we, one thing we know for sure, we have struggled with subpar teams. But against teams that we should we we that we know are quality yeah. teams like earlier with Miami, we come out to play. We're gonna come out. Oh, to facts. Play. Yeah, the, yeah. The Bills play up. The Bills, they definitely play up, and 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 uh, they gonna play up tomorrow night. They better. You know what I'm saying? They better play up tomorrow night. I'm feeling it. I feel really good about this, man. Yo, gentlemen, man, I appreciate y'all, man, for joining me. Hey, everybody, man, look, y'all show my man some love, y'all. Like, like this is. This is this is a fantastic show. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, uh, Kulu. Man, hey, look here before before we head on out. Like this, this is what I, I want you guys to do because both of y'all got your own podcast, man. So I'm I'm gonna give y'all some time right now, man, to go ahead and and plug your podcasts and all that kind of stuff, man. Let everybody know where they can see you, where they can watch you, and what you guys got going on. Uh, uh, Kulu, since you knew, man, I'm gonna go ahead and start with you. Yeah, man, you can find me on the Built in Buffalo platform. Built in Buffalo right here. Go subscribe on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. It is at Buffalo Against the World. We're on every Monday at 7 p.m. You can find me, and we actually have live call-in, so you can call us in with your pre-post-game reactions. Uh, you can do that on Monday night, man. See y'all See y'all soon, man. Shout-out to Buffalo Fanatics. Shout-out to, to, to Silas and his team. Man, we just... Happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. Let's go, Bills. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for showing up, man. My man, Stylus. Let everybody know what's going on, baby, because you got you got some new things popping off, man, this year. Let everybody know what's good, man. What All you right. got cooking? Hey, listen, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Whittle2Ks right there uh, to your bottom left on the screen. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I got a podcast, me and uh, another Bills fan. Uh, it's called the Coast to Coast Podcast, where we bring uh, not just – Buffalo Bills content, but we bring a uh, in-depth look at, at the Buffalo Bills opponents. So, um, you know, we just want to educate the fan base on not just the Buffalo Bills. We know our team, but we want to get to know everybody else. So when we get guys like Rasul Douglas and Linval Joseph, we know exactly what they're bringing to the table. Uh, we got some other fan interactive things coming up very, very soon. And, um, yo, man, I appreciate it. Like, if you come rock with your boy, I appreciate it. Go yeah, talk about the spaces too, man. Talk about the spaces. Oh yeah, yeah. Check check this out. Listen, 
Twitter Spaces. That's that's the party. That's the party spot. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll get a notification. You can hop in. You don't have to take a mic and speak. But once we beat the Bengals tomorrow night, I guarantee you, you want to be in that Twitter space because it's going to be very, very entertaining. Extremely entertaining. Yo, I promise. Monday is going to be something else, bro. Like, like it's like we. I think, I think, yo, the Bills come out and win this game. Like, we, like we're gonna shut. We're gonna shut Twitter down. Like, Twitter's gonna be, you know, like, hey, hey uh, you know, shut down for maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we really gonna take over. It's, it's gonna be nuts. I, I may call in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I, mean, Rev, I got a lot know. of I got a lot of material in the cut waiting. I know you waiting do. Waiting to man. unload it on the timeline. I'm waiting. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I got the hosted. I got it hosted. I'm ready to yeah, start. Yeah, man. Shooting, <laughs> I, I, I know you do, bro. I know you do. Hey, one last super chat comes in from my man James. I appreciate it, James. He says, "Yo, great job, guys. You got us all pumped up for tomorrow night." But how did all of you guys become Bills fans? I want to start with you, Kulu, man. Uh, let everybody kind of know your story, man, and, and how you became a Bills fan. Man, I was born and raised a Bills fan. Born right here in Buffalo, New York, upstate New York. Man, born into it, man. Just the Super Bowl parties from when I was a kid to where dad and mom used to be like, if the Bills win the Super Bowl, no school tomorrow. Never happened. But ever since then, I'm still holding on to that hope. Still holding on. <laughs> and I'm going to tell sure. my kids the same thing when we get to that bowl this year. No school if the Bills win. That's going to be our holiday. We're going to be downtown. And I hope y'all brothers fly into Buffalo for that. <laughs> oh, you for ain't sure. lying. Silas, what about you, bro? Yeah. How, how, how did you become a fan? Hey, man, uh, my first football, the first football game I ever watched was the Giants-Buffalo Super Bowl. Uh, and I, I, I wasn't really into football. I was a baseball player uh, at the time. I was, you know, a little kid. And, um, I just felt so bad for him. And I was like, but you know what? This was a good team. This is a good game. They'll be back. They'll they'll do they'll do it again. And then they went back the next year. And I was like, yo, like, yeah, this is my team. So I jumped on. Listen, I jumped on when it was good. I I, I hopped <laughs> on the bandwagon, but I yeah. rolled all the way through the playoff drought and all the I, I've been here since with I I've 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 been here with the Trent Edwards and the JP Lawson. Mm. And, and, and I, I've been here, man. I, I've been here, so you know. Die hard. Don't, don't, don't kill me too much, man. You know, Stevie Johnson's my guy, man. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, so for me, man, like and Carlos I Williams. Up... Carlos Williams is another one. He, oh, he's doing big things, man. I lo- I like that. He, he's doing big things out here. I like him a yeah. lot. Shout out to Stevie for the above against uh, for teaming up with us for the Buffalo against the world song. So shout out to Big Stevie J One Trey. Man, you yeah. already know, man. Why so serious, baby? Shout out for sure. Uh, for me, yeah, I grew I grew up a Bills fan. Like, like I, I'm so I'm from Texas, but my dad is from Buffalo. He grew up in Buffalo. Uh, he's out there, and, you know, and all that, you know. And so he he was a he was a Bills fan his, his entire life. I mean, him, and my uncles, everybody, Bills fan, diehard Bills fans. Uh, they man, look here, they 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 they've been waiting for a Bills championship, bro, and they had to, you know. And so, like, I, I just kind of grew up, you know, it's my dad, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I just fell into that thing. And uh, some of my earliest memories, man, and this is in Texas, like, we don't really get a chance to watch a whole lot of games, man. But I remember, I mean, I was there for the Super Bowls. I remember I remember the uh, the uh, the the first Cowboys Super Bowl. That, like, that's really when I was like, yo, man. And that broke my heart, man. That game broke my heart. But what really broke my heart, man, was the second one when I thought the Bills were going to win. 
I thought the Bills, I thought the Bills were gonna win because they had the lead at halftime. They came out and then lost the game. I was crushed. And, you know, as, as a little kid, I'm like, yo, I'm never gonna follow them again. You know what I'm saying? But you, it's, it's, once you once you got a team, it's it's really like they got you. You can't go you can't go anywhere. And so I've been with these boys, man, all my life as long as I can remember. Uh, one of my favorite players, man, Thurman Thomas. Love me some Thurman Thomas, man. I uh, grew up, man. When I played ball, man, I always wanted to be like Thurman. So I've, I've been here, man. I've been here with him. I ain't going nowhere. Even though I'm critical of him, I ain't going nowhere. So the you good know, thing, man, is that everybody is man. Super Bowl days, Bills. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl Bills. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, I, I, I go back, man. I go back to them days, man. And so, like, yeah, it's – but the good thing, man, is that everybody here, man, you're like, like, we, like we're fans. And that's and that's that's one that's one thing, man. I appreciate so much, man, about about this platform and be a platform. Myself, man, is one one thing I'm learning about you, Kulu, and then I know about Silas, man. Is that we're at the end of the day, we're fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't like I don't consider myself anything else than that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan. I'm not I'm not talking about the team, but I've got I'm a fan of somebody else. No, man, I'm a, I'm a diehard Bills fan. Been there my whole life. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing changing. I ain't going nowhere. No matter what, you know what I'm saying. Come hell or high water, I'm gonna be here for these for these boys, and uh, this is why I, I can't I can't go into this game and be like, yo, the Bills gonna lose. I don't care, you know how I felt earlier. I'm rocking with these dudes. I'm rocking with them till the wheels fall off. It is what it is, man. And I'm rocking with y'all, man. Shout yes, out to everybody, man. Shout out, man. Yes, you guys been rocking with us all night, two hours strong. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, but make sure you guys go out there and follow my man Kulu at Buffalo Against the World. Follow him. Go check out his podcast, A Buffalo Against the World, and on the built-in Buffalo uh, platform. Follow my man Silas Whittle at Whittle2K. Go check him out, uh, Coast to Coast Podcast. Yo, and you guys already know where I'm at. I'm right here, baby. I am right here. Ain't going nowhere. And until next time, baby, as always, man, you know what time it is, baby. Grace and peace. God bless. We'll holler at y'all later. Victory Monday. It's going down for these Buffalo Bills. You ready? You already know it. It's Buffalo against the world, baby. And until next time, baby, grace and peace. God bless and go Bills. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, brother. I was hoping, oh, I was course, hoping, man. I was hoping Cooler was gonna stay on, man. Uh, just to thank him personally, man. But yeah, hey, man, yeah. it's all love, bro. Whenever you come in, bro, it means a lot. Of course, yeah, man. I appreciate you, dude. This is gonna be this is gonna be a heck of a game, man. A heck of a game, dude. Like I wasn't feeling comfortable, man, with this game, bro. I, I'll be honest, man. I wasn't feeling comfortable. 
before we made these moves at the deadline. I think now, bro, I think I think with these additions, the Bills, man, if it is, it's, I think it's all I think it's all on Ken Dorsey, dude. I think a lot of it on Ken Dorsey. Yeah. I feel like Sean McDermott's yeah. gonna have these guys ready. I think the, the defense game. is gonna play very well. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the defense is gonna show up, man. Like even if we go back like like last week, like they 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 showed up, like they've been playing well in spite of the injuries. You know what I'm saying? So like you add these guys, like Linville Joseph, uh, uh, Rasul Douglas, you add these guys in here, like the defense is only gonna be better. And so I uh, um, knock on wood, as long as these guys stay healthy, I, I don't, I'm not even concerned about that. Um, it's the offense. Like if, if Ken Dorsey can figure out this chess match against Lou Anarumo, we're going to win this game because it's going to be a heck of a matchup, dude. It's like, it's going to be back and forth, high level coaching, high level coaching. And hey. it's going to be right on Ken Dorsey's lap. Hey man, like, like, uh, like, like Kingpin says, man, remember who we had, remember, remember who, who we had, had you know? Yeah. Facts. And we got to let that man loose. We lose. still lie? We got to let him loose. Huh? It says we still lie. <laughs> Yo, we still lie. 